You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. All right, we are live on a good Monday morning here. Two of us right now. I don't. I, are we expecting Barrett Brooks? Like, what's the deal here? You know, I'm not I'm, sure. I, I don't know, but I got to ask you: uh, Is there such a thing as a good Monday morning? Yeah, I, I think Monday is overrated as a negative day, right? Everybody says, "Oh, I got the case of them. I got the case, the case of, of the Mondays." Monday. Right? No, no, yeah. No. Let's be honest. Now, here in Philadelphia, when you're talking about our respective sports teams or players, or in the case of you behind you here on the Jacob Media YouTube stream, a shot of Daryl Morey, the man in charge of making some stuff happen, I get it that every day feels like a manic Monday, if I can yeah. use that phrase, right? But I also think, I was thinking about this today, where Monday should be looked at as the first of many opportunities. Like, if you think your situation is shitty, you don't like your job, you don't like your marriage, you don't like your kids, you don't like your co-host, whatever it may be, right, Harry? Right, Often, right, right. Today is day one of the week to start that shift, to start that change. You've got a lot of time in front of you over the next seven days until we hit that next Monday. Look at you, Mr. Positive. For now. Yeah, no. he has a baby last week, and now all of a sudden he's Mr. Positive. Well, I'm just trying to add some balance. You know, that's all. <laughs> so a little bit of balance. I, okay. I don't know. Now, where is Barrett on uh, this golf? Well, movie, right? Barrett's at a golf outing uh, with uh, Ron Jaworski down at Blue Heron Pines. And I think you might have done a show down there with me, too. But what I've done this show. Uh, the Jaws on the, on the other station. Jaws okay. has a relationship there. And that the other station is always on site for this particular golf outing and there's a lot of celebs and athletes former athletes you name it down here at, at this event and barrett uh told us about this last week he did warn us that he was going he couldn't you know he didn't want to get out of it 
but they don't tee off until one o'clock. He yeah. said, yeah. so he said, what I'm going to do is I'm probably going to bring my laptop down there. And I said, yeah, you can set up right in that bar area there with your laptop and just jump on the show. And when people walk by, you could say, Hey, uh, you know, uh, Lane Johnson, how about you sit down here with me for a couple of minutes and then talk to Aton and Harry. And he yeah, said he was probably going to do that. Okay. So and, I don't know. That's what are the odds? You know, I do a radio show. of that. Well, that's your, game. that's your game. <laughs> what are the odds? So what are the odds that he shows up on the show? All right. So there are three things that we need to put out here as far as what odds are. Okay. First and foremost odds that he shows up, just shows up. That's it. Like it's the bare minimum uh, and, and I would say, like, that's probably about minus 110. I mean, he's a dude who would pop up on his phone. He's done this on vacation in the middle of Puerto Rico. All right. So, yeah, yeah I, I think that the odds probably even stronger than that. In fact, I would set the odds at minus 150 that Barrett Brooks checks in at some point, just checks in. Okay? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just a brief check in with maybe even on his phone. Bare he, minimum. Could do, he could just do that. But yeah, I, I would say that that's probably going to happen. Now, what about the opposite, which is the odds that he does not show up at all, that his face does not make an appearance at all on this program? Um, Probably like plus 200. 200, yeah. Yeah, something yeah. along those lines. Pretty right. decent odds, but still capable of happening because of right. circumstances. Right. All right. Now, this is the meat of what we're doing here. What are the odds that Barrett shows up with a guest, with somebody else next to him that's a name like Barrett? Not... Hey, this happens to be the number two greenskeeper at the course, and we're talking about hole six. I mean, somebody like Lane Johnson, we know at least. No, no, I, I would say if Barrett shows up at all, I think he would be with someone. Okay, like maybe it's even Jaws. Well, that would himself. be tough. yeah, that would be amazing. And look, we're not going to turn anybody down. <laughs> not no, the number two greenskeeper. No, absolutely not. I'd like to talk to him. By no means. <laughs> How about that playoff yesterday, man? I jumped in right when Harris English on the fourth hole. Yeah. He finally dropped to like minus 110. Uh -huh. So I jumped in on him. But that was a, that was something else. Man. That was a pillow fight. You didn't like it? That was an eight hole pillow fight. Nobody could make a birdie. Yes. I mean, it was just like, come on. Get this, nerves get this over with already. And, and, and well, I, I, on it. I like that tournament a lot. Okay. Uh, I like the golf course. It looks like a fun place to play. But if you really want drama and you have a playoff and you want the thing to, ha you know, to have something happen, do do it on the 15th hole. Right. If they, if they can yeah. move the thing to the 17th hole at some point, then you can play the 15th because the greens are right next to one another. Yeah, that's a good point. And that's that drama. Good. That's a drivable par four with water left. And, it, you know, it's a like a raised green. And if you hit the green, a lot of times it'll run through the green. It's a, it's a tricky shot, and it's a real risk-reward. They should have just gone to the 15th hole and, and, and be done with it. I think that's a great point, man. Yeah. You, know, you you have something, too, where it's the only thing in sports where it's extra time with, with individual players, right? Yeah, right. I don't think you have that in any other individual sport. Like, there's no extra round in boxing or tennis or anything like that, right? Well, tennis, would, would you consider, like, you know, like deuce and advantage yeah. and deuce and advantage? It could go on forever. It can go on, but I, I feel like that's more of just what's the nature of already built in. The middle starts now. I think there's gray area though. I'll agree on it. Radio network.
presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Barrett no shows, three to one. From the wow, who's that? Radio. Joey B. Tom Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry May. All right, the odds are already up. And we await and see whether or not we will be joined by our third cohort in Barrett Brooks, who was out playing golf today on a Monday. Yeah. You know, Jay, something big. He's played more golf than you in the month of June, Aton. Absolutely has. <laughs> he has. Now, I got a chance to go out with Matt Mullen and his dad and his father-in-law in a really cool event last week, the Saturday before the birth of my son. Okay, and where was this? This was in the Northeast, John Byrne. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Right. That's a, the public track in the city up there, right? Now, it's here, right across from the Union League. It is. Golf, it is, that Torsdale, uh, right? Frankfurt Torsdale, yeah. Yes. Now, here's what I'll say about Byrne is it was bought by First Tee. Correct. So it's not always like a typical public track. I'll tell you, to be honest, the, the course is really short, yeah. but it's really well put together. I think they're going to make that like a short game type of learning center. Uh, a, a facility where they're going to, you know, for the first tee, they're going to turn that into something and put a lot of money into it. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Now we, he made his first appearance last week, actually on the show. He did. Uh, was that a, was that Wednesday or Thursday? I forget which day, but this is of course, Teddy Isaac Shander, this otherwise known as Edward what? Isaac Shander. Now, Teddy takes after his mom who doesn't sleeps all day and is up causing wreck. And partying all night, everything else. Okay. He, he refuses to be up during the day. Is that right? Yeah, he's already an insomniac. Okay. Like his dad. Sort of like you. Yes, yeah. Exactly. But exactly. well, here he is. All right. Here he is. We have no shame in this household. We will pimp this baby out for likes. We will right. pimp this baby out for subscriptions, whatever it needs to be here on the well, show. I think he, uh, the, you could have naming rights for his, like his clothing. Like you could put like your, your company's oh, logo that's on, the, on the little, uh, what, what do they call those little things that he's wearing? Like a onesie or something. That's yeah, a onesie. It's right. Yeah. I mean, you could buy space on Teddy's onesie. I think that's fantastic. You know, Teddy makes an appearance once a show. Yeah. And it's sponsored by, fill in the blank and they're also all over his his onesie yeah and maybe you could even have the bottle with it with an advertisement on the bottle Aton. you know i mean you think about it. this kid's kid's gonna be you know have that you know the formula or whatever in the bottle and then you could have an advertisement right there i think that's fantastic we should get uh like similac or one of the formulas right yeah to just sponsor the show. And then every time I have, I'll feed him like three times a show. Right. And, and even if he's already eaten, I'll still fake the feed and like, you're sure. Talking, the, right. Bottle. Right. You could just have an empty and he could that, really just it. Put it right up to his mouth. It doesn't have to be filled with formula. Nope. Not at all. Right. Just cradle him. Right. Like the football hold. And there's right, a right. Queens reference about holding the baby in the football pose. Right. Okay. Otherwise you get flathead McGee. Okay. As he says on the show. But what I would say is, yes, I think we have something here. Mm -hmm. Three times a show, I'll feed them. Yeah. And it'll be sponsored. And you'll see a big bottle, you know, sponsored by. Right. You guys could even talk. And it's like, you know, this Teddy timeout or whatever it is is brought sure. by. And I'm sitting here feeding them. And you guys do whatever the hell you want. You, you could even uh, put a, an advertisement on the back of the diaper. Oh man! Now, like right on his rear end. I mean, this these ideas are just <laughs> popping right, right out of my brain today.
between a, a minor league baseball wall and a NASCAR driver. Right. It's going to have every single possible sponsor out there. Exactly. Oh, you're right. Look, we should be taking full advantage of this. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, when he's on the camera, people pay attention. Correct. You know? Correct. I, I think he he definitely garners the attention that I They'd don't. rather look at him than us. Absolutely. I was just going to say me, but if you'd like to, that's throw yourself in there. Yeah. That's totally okay. Now, we've already had a threat on the, uh, on the stream. Oh, no. Uh, earlier on, uh, Trevor from the 203 said, if they're talking Sixers, I'm going to Levitard. And I said, you know what? Go to Levitard. Nobody is holding you hostage here. That's fair. Okay. Look, we, we do provide free content. You right. know, we only ask that you subscribe and then you hit us with a like, right? right? So we don't ask for much in return. You're, you're not jumped up. That's not a paid subscription is what I'm saying. Right. So, yeah, I, I think it should be, but it's not talk about Ben Simmons. How can we not talk about Ben Simmons? Right. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, there's not really any new news okay, uh, you know, aside from last week, you know, with Woj's tweet coming out that, the, you know, they met with the agent in Chicago. They got that combine going on out there, the pre-draft combine or whatever. So that's where everybody gets together. No formal trade demand was made, apparently, yeah. from Simmons's camp. Uh, but apparently they've it's been discussed already so that's what happened last week now the new thing that uh, i noticed today uh, that could affect ben simmons is sam cassell is in uh the job consideration for the head coaching vacancy with the wizards he was a former coach or player there he's got familiarity with the organization they like him and he's one of two guys that's being considered pretty heavily. So he might leave. And take Ben with him? No, but he's he apparently has done a lot of work with Ben. And there's a good relationship with Ben and him. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, the odds are up. We'll still await whether or not we have Barrett Brooks and maybe guest. Mm-hmm. with him or guests with him as well right. so we await now we're back live on sports map radio i know you guys took the week off rod culver was deeply disappointed that he did not have a chance to talk with you all week i know i i missed ron uh with two ends i also missed asman and i said so on the show last week with barrett i'm like you know i i miss both those guys well the good news is that at least to get ron culver back be careful right. what you wish for because we may have to send out a floater invite for Asman just to get your fix. Right. I, I do need an, an Asman fix. <laughs> That's you know? exactly what you, I need a fix. Like he I needs his Asman Chipotle. Fix. I need, you know, we need our, a weekly dose of Asman. I think there's something to that. All right. I'm, I'm with you on that. Now, right, I'm uh, interrupt real quick. Because yes. You guys want to know how much I missed you all? Uh, probably zero. No. I, Did you even know we were off? <laughs> no, I, I just, you know, I just assumed you guys were still talking. I was probably a lot of dead air last week. Yes, two hours of such. <laughs> but here's here's how here's how you guys will know it, and you know how much I appreciate you all. Hmm. Promo from content you all did last week. Really? Really? Yes. Oh, off of the stream? Off the stream. Oh okay. wow! Can we hear this, please? You can hear it right now. Let's do it. The middle. Oh, there he is. Oh, there he is. Teddy, oh, 
Bro, that's the best thing Lala. you've done in your life, bro. Let me break it down. <laughs> I can give you an analysis on this, man. That right there just changed Aton Shander. Changed you for the better. It doesn't get any better than that, man. Well, let's it, 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 it should. It should. I don't know that it will, but it should. Yeah, I could be bulletproof to even this. You never know. <laughs> this kid is really vocal. Yeah. Really Imagine vocal. that. So yeah. it is your kid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know. We don't need a DNA child. test now. He is, he is the cutest, man. How did you? Bro, I'm, I'm so glad you got white that you outkicked your coverage because she yeah, definitely leveled it out, man. She definitely leveled him out. <laughs> He's going to be a looker and you just going to be still A-time, bro. She leveled him out. <laughs> you know, I, that might be Barrett's best promo. I know. We have a we have a bunch of promos and Barrett does his thing in, in these promos, but that might be his best right there. I know. <laughs> and that was just pure reaction, you know, to yeah. you bringing uh, Teddy onto the show. Yes, absolute. Yeah. Just like, oh my god, yeah, and he's right. It's the best thing I've ever done. Like, I don't have many accomplishments. I don't have a mantle or anything up there. All, all the only other thing I have that I'm looking at right now is remember that obnoxious wrestling belt that I won two years ago at the Fox Sports Radio uh, college football pick'em. Oh yeah, I do remember yeah, that. I don't yeah, have any yeah. more of these eighth or ninth or you know senior year trophies. Those things broke too easy anyway. Probably right. threw them against the wall. So no. This is it. This is it. Like, this is it. Right. <laughs> wow. no, unless I hit some sort of big DFS tournament over the next week or so and clear 100K, which ain't happening, mm -hmm. then uh, this is probably up there. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, bring us up to speed uh, since Wednesday, Thursday. You know, how have you slept at all? Like, what is the routine? How has the routine changed? Well, for you. He, so he's being breastfed, which we are going to the bottle at times when he just won't eat it, but it's really starting to pick up now because it just takes a week or so to kind right. of get to that point. So that unfortunately limits my ability to feed him at two, three, four, five AM. What we're dealing with now is this reverse time where he's sleeping a lot during the day and he's up from like 12, 1 AM to about 5 AM mm -hmm. every night. So, what we did last night is my wife stayed up, fed him, hung with him, tried to get him to sleep. She's exhausted. Now I'll hang with him all day. He'll be down here with me for the show. I'll take him for a walk. We've got a doctor appointment. Just try to keep him active. Right. Hopefully she can sleep. But that's the only thing. Every, other than that, he's great. Like He doesn't mm -hmm. cause any problems. He's already rolling on his side. He's not even a week old, and he's rolling on his side and stuff. Like He's got a really kung fu grip, really strong grip. He, he knows how to lay on his side and mm -hmm. keep his binky, they call it, in his mouth, right? So it's well, yeah. up and doesn't fall out. Like, he's smart. You know, he's B-negative, which I guess is associated with intelligence. But the only thing, it's really, Harry, the only freaking thing is he's up every night from 1, 1 in the morning to 5, 5.30 in the morning. Well, he wants to do an overnight show, <laughs> like, yeah, like you were doing on Sportsmap yeah. Radio a while I should back. talk to Mr. Larson, see if yeah. there's a shift available. You get get that shift again, man. <laughs> Just have him do the show. <laughs> I tell you, as soon as this kid is able to, to, to do anything, like even start the computer, get the studio set up, we'll, yeah. we'll have a little assistant running around on the show before you know it. Free labor. Great. You know, but look, now, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Like, okay. I, you know, and I feel terrible for my wife because he's breastfeeding. So I can't really feed him at at two, three in the morning. But he, he's not interested, man. He's laying on his back wide awake. 
His wow. eyes are wide open. It's three in the morning, and we can't get him to sleep. Jeez. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm on caffeine and God knows what else. <laughs> Jeez. There's the update. There's the update. Wow. So yep. so the kids and he's pulling all nighters, man. That's that's awesome. I just don't. Yeah, I mean, look, everybody. How do you reverse that, that though? Like, I, how- I don't know. I I don't know how to keep a newborn active. You know, like, do I yeah. keep licking his hand or like, do I pinch his his pinky just to kind of like as he falls asleep? Like, if you or I were driving cross country and I saw right. you falling asleep, I'd give you a little shot. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Shot in the it? arm. Right. So punch in the in the upper right. shoulder yo, area. Yo, cut. Wake up, will you? <laughs> I don't know what to do. Turn turn the stereo up real loud. Well, yeah, that's what you do in the car too. open the windows. Well, here was my thought. okay, and and you can appreciate this as will the stream, I'm sure, was to just sit him down next to me for two hours. Like have him listen to your show. Yeah. Yeah. Look, the dog, it took the dog a day to realize that when these head, the sound of these headphones going on means get the hell out of the room. Right. Like get out of the room. Yeah, Ace Ace figured that out quickly. I I saw that in person. (laughs) You did. So this kid, he can't move. Like he can barely go from his back to his side. So if he's listening to me yell and scream into a microphone for two hours, I'm hoping that at least keeps him up, right? Yeah. God no. knows what it's going to do to his brain. Right. right. What but- What are the lingering long-term effects of that? Of that kind of exposure to you doing radio shows for hours on end? He's going to turn into me, <laughs> which is a bad thing. We, we want do, we, to- do we need another one of those? No, no. I want him to be as close to his mom from DNA right. activity as possible and away from me. Right. I know. Wow. I tell you one thing he's going to be able to do better than both of us combined. And, and she's good at it. It's just different. A different means to the same end is BSing hmm. because I can't wait for, I just remember some of the stuff that I tried to run on my mom and only it failed because she was, uh, or she is a psychiatrist and, dealt with a lot of uh, younger like teenage clients so she saw and heard everything before i even got there but i mean I, it, you know sharp sharp skills of bsing so i gotta mm-hmm. keep an eye out for that he's gonna lie every day to me right he's gonna lie all the time to me yeah it was it's called a like a bs filter yes you know like a bs screen i, w- I once had a general manager of a radio station uh tell me that i had an incredible bs filter hmm. And he was, yeah, was he was he that? was telling me that uh, because he was trying to BS me as to why I couldn't get uh, an additional you know raise or, or a raise to my hourly wage, right. and I wasn't buying it. And right. he congratulated me okay. on having a tremendous BS filter. Look, you do. I, yeah. I don't think anybody who is remotely too heavy familiar with you would disagree with that. Mm-hmm. And there are times in which you'll have to stop a conversation. Yeah. Right. Yes. Now, look at this. A couple of things here on the stream. And we remind you here live and local from the Fritz and being Cooley Law Studio. If you know someone who suffered a personal injury, contact Brian Fritz directly, a tough lawyer for a tough town. The middle sponsored by Pure Bull Beef Jerky. Get yours now. Go to steersnacks.com. Harry Mays, Aton Shander. Barrett normally will track him down on Sports Map Radio here as well. The, the one thing I was going to say in, in the comment is up there about what to do with the boy sound machine and zip up swaddle. And, and we're going back and forth. There's a little bit of a disagreement in the household about him sleeping with the swaddle because I think the swaddle works. But there are many. What's the swaddle? It basically wraps you up and, and puts you back into like you're in the womb. 
Oh, okay. So he he you know he can't move his own. He's got really bad reflex. Do they have adult versions of those of that thing. Yes, they do. They yep. do. You, I'm sure. Yeah, you can go on. Look, go on Amazon mm-hmm. and and not even Google, but go on Amazon and put in the search, search swaddle. Adult, no, adult swaddle. Okay. See what pops up. All right, I'll do. I'm that. sure you can do that, right? Yeah. Yeah, the sleep suit, the sleep sack, we call it. Like the kid's small. Like he's not, you know unhealthy small but he's he's six and a half pounds right so even the newborn stuff is a little big on him that's all but the problem is that with the swaddle and you roll like he rolls he's not even a week old and he's already rolling on his side he's sleeping on his side like you're not supposed to do that as a newborn so that's the issue now did you find one yes uh actually there's something called if you if you search adult swaddle the sleep pod comes up. Okay. I like something that. called the sleep pod, an adult swaddle blanket for $69.99. You're all swaddled up. So in one of those. <laughs> it's almost like it's almost like the bagster. Yes, it is. Yeah. Oh my God, that's perfect. Yeah. A human bagster, except you don't get thrown out. Right. You just get left there. Right. Now, are, how to see here's the thing though. It's like being buried in sand. You need somebody to help you out of that. Right? Oh, you can't get out of it yourself. No, I don't think so. Unless you can somehow maneuver your mouth to undo the zipper, but that would be like really difficult physics, right? Yeah. I mean, do you need somebody to put you in it? We got to get you in. Yeah, that's exactly right. All right. We got to take a quick <laughs> one here on the network. I have a question, Harry. All right. Stay here with us on the Jacob Media YouTube page. We're back in three on Sports Map Radio. All right. So. The other thing I saw really quick, though, on the stream was funny. And thank you, Anthony. I do appreciate that. We are trying everything we can. And as I said yesterday on the uh, the other show I was doing, I'll take advice from anybody. I don't mm-hmm. care if you're a parent. I don't care if you're an uncle or an aunt or you have neighbors who have kids and you wave to them every day. Like, I don't care. I'll take any level of parenting. Adv- it doesn't mean I'm going to follow it. It just means that I-, I will take everything that I possibly can get. Under advisement. Yes. And you're considerate. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, I saw yeah, the white noise. We do have the white. Brother, trust me. I'm telling you guys. The white noise, the white no- noise. Man, there was something else that wasn't Teddy related that I saw on the stream. Yeah, odds that Teddy goes to Gettysburg. That ain't happening. Well, Although he's smart enough to do it. I got in before that became a really smart school. Well, the funny thing that I saw on the stream was Joey B asking if McMullen and Jody Mack have scheduled had Teddy for a guest segment yet. Yes, that's what it was. Yes. Thank you. you. We we didn't even bring that up. And that was exactly the one I was looking for. Right. All right. So it was technically Teddy related, but it was more a shot at McMullen and and Joey. The the brick wall gang is what I call it. I call them the brick wall gang. Now, has that taken up? Because that's a pretty good nickname. I don't know, but is it, let's get that hashtag going. Brick wall gang. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> we know McMullen, at least, is a huge wrestling honk. I don't know if Jody, Jody is. Jody is, Jody is oh, too. Is yeah, more old school wrestling, but Jody is too, yeah. But doesn't Brickyard Gang scream of a wrestling name, like a duo or trio? Yeah, like, like a tag team. Yes, exactly. Yeah, tag team champions, right? <laughs> the Brickyard Gang. And they come out, right? And one of them's got like, I don't know. like Well, a, is it Brick Wall or Brickyard? Oh, yeah, Brickyard. You said Brick Wall, right? I said Brick Wall. Yeah, so Brick Wall. Part the Brick of, Wall no. Gang. Yeah, it's like a tag team, a wrestling exactly. tag team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Now, I saw from Jackson Avion, and we'd have to have Xander Krauss from the Jacob Media YouTube page, who is essentially the man who runs and operates everything, said, Harry, didn't tell you, y'all got a few hundred dollar donations when we were out. I didn't know we got hundred dollar donations. Well, what is he talking about, though? And Jackson, well, please, are you the, talking about the super chat? Like, what's happened here? Well, at the end of the show on Friday, there was a couple of donations that came in right towards the end, but I didn't know if they were a hundred dollars. Look, we'll take a dollar. We'll take a hundred. We'll. Well, I don't know where this goes. Like, did, people were 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 guessing that it goes to pay for your DFS losses. Bigs and balls. No, my gambling wins pay for my look. I, I have never been more deflated than taking money from a, a gambling book, a sports book, and transferring that to a DraftKings, let's say, DFS account and mm. seeing that just yeah, it just disappears. Out. And yeah. you know what's crazy is I'm working with people every day, it seems like, who are winning and winning and winning, and I'm even hitting. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. AJB, thank you, sir. We appreciate that. Look, it's not necessary, and, and we always appreciate and accept it. We just don't want you to think that it's a necessary thing. And here's the thing. If you ever hit us with a super chat, like whatever what, what does that is, mean? Super chat means that somebody has donated to the Jacob Media YouTube page, and there's a message with it. So oh. it could be a dollar, five dollars, twenty dollars. A lot of times what happens on interactive programs, not like this, but where there are two people giving out information and people are coming up like a fantasy or a betting type show, then mm -hmm. you'll have people put a super chat up to essentially go to the front of the line. Okay. So, hey, it's five bucks. Make sure you answer my question. So that's what you. we'll do here. If anybody here hits us with a super chat or you want to hit us with a super chat or really you want it to be seen slash heard then we will promise you. That's the one thing we can say is binding on this program, Harry Mays. Right. But if anybody hits us with a super chat, it will make it. We will talk about it. We will hit it. It doesn't matter what it is. On this show, there are no boundaries. Other shows, maybe. So there it is. There's the gauntlet thrown down. Well, I did notice that you know we we eclipsed 5,000 subscribers uh, maybe two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago, whatever it's been. We're almost up to 5,500 now. Amazing. Yeah, so it's growing. A lot of people are, are checking it out. Even then, this is a slow time of the year, too. Right. right. You know? Well, I think so. I, I think, and look, I think that when you look at what we have here, the three shows that we have on the Jacob Media YouTube page that air every day, mm -hmm. you've got a show that is specifically dedicated for something, the only thing in this city that can survive truly 365 days, 24 7. And you have two guys in Jody and John who are going to give you more than just, should the Eagles trade Jason? Kel like You're going to yeah. get really in-depth conversation. With us, I think we have the true flexibility to take advantage of that downtime, where other shows, talk shows, are forced to generate whether or not the Sixers should do this or that for interaction. Right. We can take 20 minutes and talk about you playing golf, my kid, Barrett fixing a car, whatever mm -hmm. it may be. And I think there's interaction interaction to it. And then look, with Dan, you're going to get a full comprehensive look at the NFL. You're going to get huge names. Yeah. I know you mentioned Big guests. Well, you had Ice Cube last yeah. week. Yeah. But with Dan Cilio, you're going to get what we have locally with the birds fully comprehensive with the NFL, which again is 365 all the time. So I'm not I'm not shocked to put it that way, Harry, that uh -huh that we're growing and we're increasing the way in, in which we kind of have 
three different shows pivoted for content. Yeah, no, no question. I mean, and we are, you know, I know the show's called the middle and we really are the middle. Cause we, yeah. we go sort of on all sides, you know what I mean? Like we'll do national football, we'll do Eagle stuff, but then we also do everything in between. And that's the beauty of it. man. Now, did you see, speaking of football, I uh, noticed this uh, over the weekend. Chris Sims, blue check mark guy, mm. put out his top 40 quarterbacks list. Why 40? I don't know. That's a good I'll question. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. So he can justify putting a starter below somebody else or justify looking at how bad somebody is at 27, 28 mm -hmm. because he's closer to 35 or 36 than he is, you know, 18. I guarantee you it's a deliberate number to open up more fodder, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. To get more conversation. Well, he's got uh, something that gives him conversation right out of the, out of the shoot in that there's not one quarterback that wears an Eagles jersey on this list of 40. Of 40. 40. So okay. he's got multiple well, quarterbacks from these New Orleans Saints are on this list. Uh, look, I, I don't. Case I, I, Keenum is on this list. The, again, again, there, it, the, like the secret is out, Harry. The secret is out. If you are with PFF, if you are with ESPN, if you Cow are heard. with any of these, yeah, Cow heard on Fox, and you do something that's either pro or anti Philadelphia, mm -hmm. you will get a ton, a ton of interaction. In fact, we even talked about this. Now he's on locally here, I believe, on the Fox Sports Radio channel. But for a while, Cowherd would circumvent not being on in Philadelphia by talking about Philadelphia just so he could get local hosts playing his clips and talking about him on the air. Right. It's what I used to do when I went home and texted you just to make sure that my text got on the air. And you're, so then your name and your Twitter handle <laughs> would always be mentioned by me. Yes. Yeah. Right. It was genius. Now, I, I have to say, let's start. Normally, we would start at the top here. But let's just start at the bottom and look at 40 and, and move up. Because really, we only have Jalen Hurts. That's right. It, right? I mean, yeah. we're not comparing Nick Joe Mullins. Flacco or Nick. Right. Yeah. I'd rather do a Matt Mullen comparison if that's the case. Who no, actually, Matt, Matt Mullen might should be on this list ahead of Case Keenum, too. And, okay. and look, it's guys in sports media who are good golfers. You, Mullen is right up there. No, He's not a good. lefty, too. All right. Number 40 is Case Keenum. No. Yeah. No. No. Now, who is he with Denver? Hold on. We got a bunch of super chats to get to as well. Yes. Okay. But look, it, it's it's cooked. It's cool. Well, he might know. Is he with Cleveland? Oh, he I thought might, he, he might be with yeah. Cleveland. Yeah, because there's two t Denver quarterbacks already on the list. And then there's Baker Mayfield. It's the same color as Baker Mayfield. It's that br Browns orange, okay. so, not the Bengals orange or the Denver orange. Case Keenum backup better than Jalen Hurts. Backup. Okay. Yep. Justin Fields. Problem, well, yeah, of course. I would too. Problem. I mean, come on. Yeah. Justin Fields, who hasn't, hasn't taken a snap yet. No, it's ridiculous. And look, he's not playing on a team that necessarily is just plug and play for a quarterback. Now, there's some talent around him, but it's not a super talented wide receiving core. It's not like he has a, an amazing blanket to throw to coming out of the tight end position. They're good. 
but they're not amazing to where you can even say if Fields struggles for a week or two, everybody around him is going to pick him up. He's also playing in Chicago, which we know historically. Look, that's a, lot of, a lot of quarterbacks have died there. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. And thanks to Eric Rogers. Appreciate that. Thank you to Adam's exploits for the super sticker. And look at this, the Penguin AZ. The middle and Teddy, the middle and Teddy, the middle and Terry all around. Appreciate <laughs> he meant that to say too. Teddy at the end there, too. Yeah. Tight. Well, no, maybe it was Terry. Terry? Yeah. The best one I saw when I put out the tweet of Teddy was, yep, yep, it's Teddy. Ready with the one, two. Remember that from yeah. uh, Rex and Effects? Yes. Now that's all I think about. All right. So that's 39. Who's 38? 38 is Trey Lance in San Francisco, who has yet to take a snap. And there are even more. Look, I understand Fields. The only thing that really was a concern was something that I think was more narrative driven towards the draft about him dealing with epilepsy, which clearly was not a problem, right? Yeah. For his career in college. That I think you can make somewhat of an argument like, all right, this kid's expected to play well. He had mm -hmm. a high level. Trey Lance comes in with way more question marks about what he can do year one. And what? Because he's playing for Shanahan. I'm expected to believe that he's already going to be better than Hertz, who has at least, what, six, seven games under his belt? Well, yeah, Lance is 38th and Jimmy Garoppolo's all the way up at 21 for, for the 49ers. I think we could name more quarterbacks than 20 better than Garopp, but let's let's see. Well, here's another one. Right, this, yeah. this one's really uh, absurd. Perplexing. Kellen Mond is the next quarterback from oh. formerly of Texas A&M. Yes. I, I believe he's with the Vikings, and he's a backup with the Vikings. Has yet to take a snap. How right. can you he put him ahead of Hurts? Right? right. And he's a backup. Cousins is a starter. I, I don't understand. I, I just don't get what he's looking at. And it sounds to me, look, first off, this list is garbage, right? And, and he's garbage as well. Like, I couldn't, I can't stand. I'd rather look at Kevin Herter yeah. and stare at Kevin Herter's face for two hours, which is a difficult sight. And I understand, like, I'm not a Adonis of beauty by any means, but Kevin Herter is a tough watch. Right, just looking at him. Yes, Chris Sims is even uglier. I like Phil Sims. I'm a fan. Yeah, of I Phil do too. Yeah. Huge fan of Phil Sims. Yes. But look, you know, that's probably going to happen with me. You know, look, I, I like that Aton guy, but his son. Yeah. That's why I don't want him working in my business. Because, right. right. No, you don't want him anywhere near this. Business. No, 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 no. Let him. Let him be. Uh, you know, let him yeah. be something else. Let him be. But the interesting guy. thing here is that the Eagles quarterback of record right now is not even on the top 40 list right, but their no, former their former quarterback is number 18 all right we're back in three hold on to that that's a good point all right we'll be back coming up in three if you missed any of today's show on the jacob media channel listen to the podcast on your way home available on youtube apple and spotify Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. In the Wildwoods, our free beaches are spacious and welcoming with plenty of room to spread out. Your seat will be waiting for you when you're ready to visit. 
the Wildwoods, creating cherished family memories for generations. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on their Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Let's see here. We got what two weeks until the open? Ah, uh, yeah, two or three. This is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Uh, we are back and look, plenty of time for Barrett to pop in here, right? Absolutely. Okay. I mean, he doesn't tee off until one. There's a shotgun uh, start at one o'clock, I believe. Okay. So we're in good shape. You know, we are in good shape. So I think looking at this, I, I, you know, we have to take everything with a grain of salt. And then after hearing what I heard about who's on this list ahead of Jalen Hurts, it's just, it's just hard to take seriously because there is still so much unknown about Hertz. Mm-hmm. So it's really unfair to Jalen Hurts more so than anybody else to say, okay, we definitively know who he is after that small sample size. And there's also, I think, just to right. tag that, Harry, the same thing to say about, look, Fields, Lance, these guys could easily step in and go through a stretch of four or five games and struggle and be right back to where Hertz is. So why do they get a benefit? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, at least the sample size, the brief sample size that you have that included some good, some bad, some in between was at the NFL level. Okay. I mean, Kellen Mond, with all due respect, he might be a nice player someday. He's played at Texas A&M and he's a backup already, you know, and drafted in the second. Like, how does he get past Jalen Hurts? 
It's one thing to say, hey, I really like, you know, these guys that were drafted, you know, Trey Lance and Jen Fields, and they're going to be top-level studs. Okay, you want to put them ahead without taking a snap? Fine. But Kellen Mond, are you kidding me? Nah, it's ridiculous. Then he should should be as good as Cousins. At least. At least. I agree with you. And and again, what? so let's flip this. Let's look at the top four guys. He's got Cousins 16th, though. Wow. That's He's got awesome. him ahead of Wentz. Well, yeah, okay, so let's... And Burrow. Where is Wentz? 18th. Mm. Sam Darnold, 19th. Cam Newton is on this list at number 20. He was awful Real. last year. He looked like he didn't even have an arm left. Yeah, there were times in which the, it was almost like they were yelling at him on the sidelines, don't throw it deep, don't throw it right. deep. Okay, so Carson Wentz, first off, Carson Wentz, I guess if you wanted to average everything out from an MVP year that he had before he got hurt to one of the worst seasons we've seen any starting quarterback have in the history of the game last year, Mm -hmm. the trajectory on it is working in the opposite direction in favor of Wentz, right? It's working against Wentz. So he's started high and is now dropped. And what this individual who created this list is saying is that, he is now going to move back up, but pretty significantly because where he was last year was like last or second to last. Remember, we went through the real numbers of, I forget who it was that went through, oh, Doug Farrar, right? Who went through all the film and went through mm-hmm. everything and, and without a doubt, Carson Wentz and a combination of Wentz and Hertz were the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. Circumstances and, and other things, yes, and mainly it was Carson Wentz. So that's all I'm saying is that Wentz would have to have a top, think about it, Wentz would have to have a top 10 year in order to go from being like 29th, 30th last year in the NFL, if not worse, to being 18th, as Sim says he will be this year. That's ridiculous. I don't think Carson Wentz is a top 10 quarterback. I think Carson is going to be somewhere in the middle. He's got Brady 10th. Well... I mean, just, again, just, you know, telling he's got Dak Prescott ninth, Stafford eighth, Murray seventh, Lamar six, Russell five, Deshaun Watson, a man without a team. That's right. And maybe the Eagles. Yeah, maybe that's your Eagles quarterback. Is what Chris Sims is saying. He's number four. <laughs> All right. Let me ask you this. Let, oh man, would you rather have? You can only have one. And you're going to be screwed. I'm going to add a caveat here, right? Just not make it as simple as it is. This is no poll question here. We have the ability to add a little caveat or two. Mm -hmm. So would you rather have, and again, the other is not, oh, okay, I'll be able to, no, no, no. You get screwed. You lose the person in the case of Ben Simmons, or you're stuck with whoever is here in the case of Hertz and, and below him. But would you rather make a trade right now for Deshaun Watson or Damian Lillard? And I can tell you this unequivocally, without a doubt. And I saw people this morning on their morning shows from radio to TV to YouTube shows. It ain't happening. No. Damian Lillard is not coming to Philadelphia. But I ask you, Harry, in the hypothetical, of course, which would you rather have knowing that the opposite, meaning if you chose Watson, you're screwed. You're giving up Ben Simmons for 40 cents on the dollar. And the opposite is, if you take Lillard, you ain't getting squat for the quarterback position, and you're riding out Jalen Hurts for better or worse. For Most the season. 
for yeah. one season. Yep. Well, well, at least no, no, no. I'm yeah because, because they can draft the, the guy next year, depending on how bad they are. All right, no, no, no. You want more caveats? I'll give you more caveats. Yeah, give me, give me more caveats because I would take Damian Lillard there in a heartbeat. Yes. Okay, so Damian Lillard, and if you choose Damian Lillard, that means the Eagles are with Jalen Hurts for two years of eight and eight seasons or eight, eight oh. and one seasons. So you are locked into two years of mediocrity with Jalen Hurts, meaning you'll get back Damian Lillard on the one end, or 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 you have now taken a step back of who is around Joel Embiid, but maybe you justified by bringing in a bunch of poor man's JJ Reddicks or something along mm. those lines a little cheaper, but you also have gotten rid of Ben Simmons. You definitely have gotten rid of that problem. Right. Well, you know, I think I would probably take Lillard. Because I just think that the window with Embiid is it's only going to be open for another three seasons. I agree. maybe four. Three, is, three or four years. That's the you got to capitalize on it. That's the biggest reason why Ben Simmons can't be here anymore. It has right. nothing to do with Ben Simmons. No. Nothing to do with Ben Simmons. Like, look, Ben Simmons could be all NBA first team in three years, but it's not congruent with what we need from Joel Embiid, which mm -hmm. is somebody around him right now that is all NBA. Right. So here's, here's something, too, to think about. If you're Ben Simmons, why would you want to come back? Why? You're going to get paid. You're going Regardless. To pay yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. The money is not That's stopped. a given. Exactly. That's a given. You're going to go to a place where, at the very least, you can start over. And you know, look, Nick Pavetta, just went viral in our city for saying the difference between pitching in Philadelphia versus Boston is just being around winners and being around a team and being mm -hmm. around this a different culture. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That word is definitely applicable. So if you're Simmons, don't you look at like, okay, this is, this is the problem. Mm -hmm. the city is the problem. The fan base is the problem. You know, the, the Kyle Newbecks and right. uh, all these guys who cover the team, they're the problem. The Derek Bodners of the Bodners, world. Bodners, right. Yes. The Bodners, all these guys, they're the problems. Throw Tom Matt Moore. Mullen in there, too. Yeah, right. You know, yeah, that Tom Moore sticks a virtual microphone in my face <laughs> one more time. I've had it. You yes. know, all these things, and, right? and this Eskin guy. Oh, he won't stop. <laughs> he won't stop. He won't even use the J in his name. Yes. That, but honestly, and I'm not I'm not trying to use reverse psychology, which is, hey, you know, you should leave because nobody likes you. You should leave. I'm just asking as an honest question. If no. you put yourself, everybody in the stream, put yourself in this position. Why would you want to come back? Yeah, because because coming back, the only thing that's going to change sort of your perception is and it doesn't even matter for the regular season. Like Ben Simmons could come back and and get to the free throw line, you know, six, seven, eight times a game during the regular season, but it's always going to be, yep, what's he going to do in the playoffs? Is he going to revert back to, you know, uh, the shrinking violet that we've seen in the playoffs to this point? Because the regular season doesn't matter for this team at all. I'll tell you, we look a lot at the regular season of the NFL. And I think we try to transpose that on other sports, but baseball is the easiest example of just the difference of rosters that you're taking on as far as who may sit or 
what night of a five or six game road trip you're on. All of these factors. And look, Ben Simmons is a good basketball player. He's a really good, exceptional basketball player in certain areas. Mm -hmm. So absolutely, he should be able to take advantage and victimize half, if not two thirds of the league on a nightly basis in the regular season. But your point about the playoffs now, it's not just everything slows down. It's you're getting the best of the best. You're getting a team that looks much different in June than they did in the middle of January. Right. Because they're not Harry coming off a six game road trip and they're exhausted and half the roster right. is only playing 10 minutes or one guy is load managed. They're coming right at you. Right. Trey Young is coming right at you. And that other coach and roster has four to seven games to just expose yeah. your weaknesses. And Nate McMillan yep. sure as hell did that. Yep. Boy, is it hard for you to watch? I don't have any problem watching it at all, but is it hard for you to watch Trey Young and the Hawks after what they did to Philadelphia? No, I I, I like watching. Them. The now, he, he he sprained his ankle last night, and that changed yeah. that game. That was a tough I mean that and Middleton, go, you know, finally going off from three point range. But yeah, him him twisting that ankle, you know, landing on that official's foot, he was basically a non factor in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that was crazy. I don't think we've ever seen something like that where a guy was taken out in such a key clutch moment and it was as a result of him stepping on the official's foot. Right. Is that one of like think about this. I was thinking about this last night. What's the most bizarre injury involving an official? Remember when that NFL player Brown was his oh, lowest Brown, was, right? Yeah, he was throwing the, yeah. uh, the official's flag, went inside yeah. his face mask, and hit him in the eye. And remember, these things are weighted. I think sure. that did like some pretty significant damage to his eye, right? I don't. Yeah, it did. I, I don't know if they're just if they put sand in it and sort of you know tie it up so it has some weight so they can throw it, but it went right into his eye. Okay. Now, two things, real quick, Harry. One play action reel. We appreciate the super chat as always. Again, everybody on the super chat's getting up there on the screen. That's the rules, or really the only rule we have on the show. Play action reel, Aton. If I can give any advice, soak up every minute with your son because it goes fast. Next thing I know, I have 16 year old and 10 year old boys. All right, Harry, I, I want to pose this to you. Ron Culver is a parent multiple times over in the stream. Should I feel bad about wanting to hit fast forward? Like, I love this kid. I can't wait until I, like, just yeah. smoke up every... But I, I want to be able to do stuff with him. I know, I, I know. To catch a baseball, to hit a golf ball, to do these things. I've never had a kid, obviously, but that's right. what I always thought that I would be if I did have a kid. I'd be like, all right, let's... This baby stuff's nice, but let's get to, the, to where the kid can walk around and, and, like, talk back to me. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> like, you know... Isn't that, like... Again, I can tell him to go to the fridge and get me a beer. Seriously, like get him working, man. right? You know, get right. this dude working, right? Absolutely, Ron. Does that make sense to somebody who has has gone through this? And look, you've gone through it a, a couple of times over, couple but times, three times, three times, right? And and look, I love staring at him. I love watching him move and roll around. He's so cool to hold. He's a little peanut. Like I love all these things. Don't get me wrong, but. I'm thinking to myself, I want to hit fast forward. I want this kid to be, as Harry said, active, and I want to do stuff with him. See, it's funny because with my firstborn, my oldest, yeah, I couldn't wait till he was able to kick a soccer ball, throw the baseball around. And, you know, now I'm schlepping around Houston every single weekend, taking him from one baseball tournament to another. Mm. It's kind of weighing on me. But then, you know, <laughs> so you have a 13-year-old who, you know, 
you know, you're looking forward to all the all the fun things. Like, hey, he's gonna, I'm gonna teach him how to drive soon. We're gonna be able to hit up a bar eventually down the road. But then you look, and then I have a four and a half year old, and I'm like, dude, slow down. Mm. So, yes, Aton, it does. It's normal to feel that way that you can't wait because right now, I mean, they're just they're they're just doing nothing. Mm. You know, they're they're no. eating, sleeping. He can barely look. He can barely hear. Yeah. Like we were afraid that I might be too loud. So he's got to go upstairs and sleep. No, 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 no. Make as much noise as humanly possible. Put because those big headphones on him. Because like like you see the, the kids wearing it when they bring him to a baseball game or a basketball game. They right. put the headphones on. He's walking out of the bus. I could see Teddy walking out of the bus, rocking slow right. motion. With beats. Yep, oh, exactly. <laughs> they probably have implants by the time he you know, gets around to it. Yeah, don't go full black mirror here now. But no, I mean. Make as much noise as you can because uh, you force them to sleep through a lot of noise, and that'll help mm. you out in the long run. Okay, it's good to know. I, I will definitely yeah, take that into say, effect. You know, if you're, you know, the baby's sleeping, go ahead and start vacuuming. Okay, so okay. they get used to noise. I mean, yeah, it might startle them the first couple of times, but they'll learn. All right. Now, I, I hate to cut you off, but we have to break. So, yeah, I know. Okay. We'll be back in three <laughs> on Sports Radio. <laughs> We're live here on the Jacob Media YouTube page. Uh, we have news coming out about a team interested. In Ben Simmons. Is this uh -oh. legit? I'm trying to figure out. I mean, it's coming from a verified account. So oh, it's on Twitter. Yeah, we'll see. Uh. We shall see. Uh, well, a couple uh, of good stream messages here. Uh, also from Play Action Real. We need to get to too. Yeah, at let's some point. do it. We got some time here. Well, you're talking about the, uh, you know, f hitting fast forward. Uh, Play Action Real says, my kids know my signal for another beer. I shake the empty. And here comes another one. That's good parenting right That's there. great parenting right And there. the Penguin AZ says, I wanted my kids to start talking, but now I wish they would be quiet. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I know that's inevitable. Yes. You know, I know that's inevitable. And and look, my wife, my wife is, you, you know, you've met her and stuff. She, she has her moments. Like, she can tell a story. She can definitely be the center of attention, but she doesn't seek it out by any means. She's very happy and very content just having small, simple conversations, and that's really it. So I'm hoping that he takes after his mom like that. But then I hear that, you know, they get this age of where they're so impressionable, mm -hmm. and I'm sure he's going to want to sit down here, or they will have him sit down here and listen and all that. So it's one of these things. It's like the, you know, self-fulfilling prophecies where no matter what I do to get him to be more like her, He's just going to wind up being a royal right. in the ass like me. And then imagine the effects on her where she has like two of you. Yeah. We should probably put odds on how long this marriage is going <laughs> to last. <laughs> I'm glad you said it. <laughs> we all see it. We all see it. We all exactly see it. right. <laughs> oh. oh, my goodness. That is fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely. Fantastic. All right. So what, what account is tweeting something about Ben Simmons score North and I have S K O R North Minnesota sports, anytime, anywhere home of Mackie and Judd and purple daily and Rayusi unchained and the scoop with Doogie. All right. Well, it's a verified account. Oh so. well, yeah. I think this is either an online as far as like content Mm -hmm. provider or maybe it's like an online stream of radio shows okay we got to get some of these guys on right absolutely they're talking about damian lillard too well yeah I, I assume they'd rather have lillard but do you see the tweet how badly do the six or, or do the wolves want ben simmons badly 
Yeah, I see that. NBA Central has it as well. 21 hours ago, they tweeted that. Yeah, well, this thing came out this morning that I saw. Wow, that'd be like going to Siberia if you're Ben Simmons. That's a banishment. Wow. That is a total. You might might want to just go play in Russia. Yeah, but you know, that might be the best way. See, these guys don't even have their DMs open. They, You know, come on. Yeah. You you work in sports media. You don't even have your DMs open. What about Judd Zulgod? Want to try to get him on? Who, Judd? Yeah, Judd Zulgod. Never heard of him. Mackie and Judd and Purple Daily Podcast. Oh, that, oh that, that's a guy that has a show on this network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, here we go. Derek Wetmore. He's all wet. I like it. What do you think? I, he, I, he's Minnesota Twins. Jeez. Maybe, hey, Ron, do you have anybody in Minnesota on the dial here that we could track down and talk about the Minnesota Timberwolves? No. You don't go to Minnesota often, huh? I don't travel up there. You and Tony D don't bring on any. What about somebody that, like, Vikings? Maybe we can cheat and bring on somebody with the Vikings and then just start with Ben Simmons. No, I mean, who who is like the... Are there, do the Timberwolves have anyone covering them? Let's be honest. Yeah, who's the Keith Pompey for the Timberwolves? Honestly, I don't know. I don't think there is one. Well, we have our homework out for us. Look, if the stream wants to help us out, we will gladly take any help as far as who we should track down. And Let's we'll have a to... a local diner in Minnesota. Who? Just call a local diner in Minnesota. And just ask what's, what's going on? Yeah. Oh, by the way, apparently Baldy was spotted on Twitter at this golf event that Barrett is currently playing. I'm sure he's there. Was seen in cargo shorts. Allegedly. Oh, wow. That's a violation. Yeah, but, but see, this is where I, I kind of go back and forth about believing it is Baldy's a man of style in the sense of he knows not to show up in cargo shorts at a golf event. Right. Well, typically, though, when he's wearing shorts, they're like board shorts, beach shorts. Like he's, you know, he's in uh, Costa Rica. You know, with a with a with a snorkeling, you know, apparatus on. Right, that's a good point. Yeah. Hmm. All right, let's think about that. Now we're back in three. Let's try and track down somebody in Minnesota. You ready? All right. I'm gonna... If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media Channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. In the Wildwoods, our free beaches are spacious and welcoming with plenty of room to spread out. Your seat will be waiting for you when you're ready to visit. The Wildwoods, creating cherished family memories for generations. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. 
Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. I mean, what are you getting back from the Timberwolves? What's that? What are you getting back from the Timberwolves? D'Angelo Russell? D'Angelo Russell, yeah, because you'll you'll make something work. From because they don't even have a draft pick until the seventeenth pick because they made that the trade with Golden State. Yeah, I think that's going to be in there. I honestly think that will be in there. I think but it's not gonna... even a lottery pick. No, but again, I think what we have to expect here is that as good of a GM and president as we believe Daryl Morey to be this is not an easy guy to move man this is really not an easy you have to find a, a niche market for him mm-hmm. where you're never going to be able to replace him with another guy offensively like nobody's going to give up offense for Ben Simmons you don't right. do that in the NBA nobody does that so I mean what are you going to do you're going to take on contract money you're going to take on Ricky Rubio's money you know, that's that's yeah. now an expiring contract, nearly $18 million. Hmm. So Rubio's off the books. They're, they're, you know, I think that immediately is a name that you look at. D'Angelo Russell might be. All right, here's the thing. If I could get Russell Rubio and that first round pick, absolutely. Yes. We like swapping picks, maybe 17 for 28. Sure. sure. And, and throw in a couple of second rounders here. May not even need to do that much more. And and to be honest with you, I mean, I don't know what they're planning on doing with the rest of the money that they have, but the Sixers could theoretically get rid of George Hill. You know, they're probably not going to get rid of Seth Curry because he doesn't make enough money. He only makes $8 million. That's what I'm saying. So he's, yeah, he's not he's a worth keeping. You could theoretically get... What about Danny Green? Well, he's off the books. He's right? off, right? Yeah, he's off. So... Thank goodness, right? Dwight Howard, these guys are done. Mike Scott, these guys don't make any money, though. The right, right. And that's what happens when you add Tobias Harris is you're top heavy. And that 15 to 20 million that you could spend was essentially spent on Danny Green, which is frustrating, the return that you got this year. But still, I mean, you had to do it. So <laughs> this contract, man, he's set to make 40.3 million in 2024. Ben? Yeah. So, it's not just about 
matching that. I think if Minnesota, you could play on that. Look, you're not going to throw in anybody else. Maybe you throw George Hill in, but then that starts to mitigate the contract money that Minnesota is trying to move. It's really Ricky Rubio. I mean, look, unless they are dead set on moving guys, like they're not going to move Anthony Edwards. Okay. The no. kid was amazing last year. No. Hernan Gomez doesn't make enough money to be moved. Right. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media. Whoops. Sorry about that. I mean, I don't know how much they want to get rid of Malik Beasley. Just hanging on. The middle starts now on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, well, now we have two reasons to check in with Barrett, not just what the hell's going on over there and what he's doing, bouncing around, now 53 minutes away from tea time, yet to check in with us. That plus 200 of no looking better and better as we get closer to 1 o'clock, Harry. But we also need some sort of verification of whether or not Baldy is out there in cargo shorts. Can you send him a text to say, look, well, we have some Baldy slander on the stream and we want to make sure it's accurate before we partake in it? I will. I will do that because I actually texted with him last week. I was telling Barrett this on the show that he's going to join us. He said he will make an exception to his his deal that he has, and he will come on our stream show. He can do that? Yes. Oh, I didn't know he had the a power and ability. And Well, I asked him to. Right. But, I mean, we can He says, I think I can make an exception for you, Harry. That was his response. Okay. I didn't realize that he had the authority to make that exception. I thought it was just locked in that he couldn't do it. So now that we know... We can take advantage of him every now and again. We should probably be taking advantage of him every now and again, right? Well, yeah, as football approaches, no doubt. All right, I'm sending him a text. Getting some baldy slander on our stream regarding cargo shorts. Um, there? Cargo shorts on the golf course. That's all we need to know right now. And uh, that's the best way to look at it. But I don't think we're going to hear from Barrett either, just so you know. No, I don't think so either. I think we're... Uh... He's probably half infused by now. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, 
I would think so. I would definitely think so. Which might be good. Hey, I would love to see Drunk Barrett. I've never Dark seen Boy. it. I think we saw it in on his vacation. He just was well, yeah, but that was so brief. He was low key fan. Yeah, that was supposed to like belligerent. Right, right. And who knows? You know. All right, well, Ben Simmons and George Hill for D'Angelo Russell and Ricky Rubio doesn't work. I just tried it. Well, it should. It's the off season though, so you can take on. You're you're not as restricted in the off season. You can be over the cap. Like not, nothing starts yet. So is it telling you it's not going to hold on? We're back. I just said this trade failed. Why? The Sixers are over the luxury tax threshold. Uh, with this trade and incoming aggregate salaries exceeded what's allowed via the 125% plus $100,000 rule, cut $5.7 million from the Sixers' incoming value, and the trade would be successful. Okay, so what you need to do is just add somebody else on, on the other side. On the Sixers. Like throw in, well, Mike Scott's coming off the books, throw in... There really isn't a good option here. Just for the hell of it, throw in Seth Curry. See if that works now. That would be too much, I think. Well, the Sixers are giving up more to take more back. Yeah, okay. That should work in that regard, unless I misunderstood what you were reading. Yeah, that trade's successful. Okay, so there we go. Simmons, Curry, and Hill for D'Angelo Russell and Ricky Rubio. I still think if you're giving up Seth Curry in this deal, you can get their first-round pick Mm -hmm. and not have to give up Maybe it's a swap, but at most it's a swap. 17th for 28th. I don't even know. Think about that. If you gave them like a couple of second round picks mm-hmm. on top of the extra player, knowing that it's really a salary dump for Ricky Rubio and they're clearing D'Angelo Russell, who is a good player, but they want Ben Simmons to, to match up and do whatever with Carl Anthony Towns that he was unable to do with Joel Embiid, which I don't see happening, but Hey, that's their problem. So yeah, I think that works. Now the instant analysis from this guy, Hollinger Hollinger on ESPN, he's an NBA guy. Wait, does he give you specific analysis on the trade on on this trade? Hollinger's analysis is minus five wins for the Sixers and plus six wins for the Timberwolves. Yeah. I look, I don't even know if Ricky Rubio is going to be on this team. Mm-hmm. after this trade is made you know maybe he's involved in something with okc speaking of which you can easily get a third team in here that's where you can park money absolutely because they got so much cap space you don't want to give up seth curry that's fine bring in a third team another player okc for example is already reportedly looking to shop kemba walker kemba walker yeah, yeah that's, so, he's not going to stay there no and, and that would make total sense that he would be moved as another chip especially for money so think about that in its own right what's the problem like the only person I think that has an issue with that trade is somebody who doesn't want to trade Ben Simmons. Is that right. a fair statement? Correct. Like if you are on board with trading Ben Simmons, unless you think you can get Damian Lillard back, which I'm telling you right now is not the case, kind of makes sense to do that, doesn't it? Especially if you have 17 coming back, it doesn't even matter at that point if you've swapped. You've just moved up. Mm-hmm. And you should be able to get somebody of quality at the very least. Granted, not lottery, but I'm saying quality at the very least. This is not well, Brian Colangelo. Maybe what you could do is if you can hold on to your 28th pick, you take those two picks and move up even further. I like that. You're definitely getting in the lottery at that point. Right. 
This is The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, so still trying to make sense of the latest NBA rumor that has the Minnesota Timberwolves Dying Ben Simmons. Now we should track. I mean, we might have to uh, might have to track down our mutual buddy here, Scoop B. You know, he's ahead of a lot of stuff. Yes, he is. I'm thinking of of somebody like you know Kurt Heelan. We want to we want to spread out because we just had him on a week or so ago. But this is coming from verifiable sources at the very least. Mm-hmm. So there is at least something here. Look. It's way, way more realistic that the Philadelphia 76ers make a trade with Minnesota than they do with Portland. And if they do make a trade with Portland, it's way more realistic that it's not even Damian Lillard at that point. Wait a second. They don't even have they don't even have that seventh. They don't have a pick. Minnesota's out. They do not. Where are their draft picks then? Nothing in the first round. Okay. What about next year, though? Uh, that I don't know. And and this is where I think you... Yeah, they don't have a pick. All right, well, look... I that was Memphis, to... not Minnesota, that I was thinking that was theirs. So 2021, they... The Warriors have their pick. Correct. That came from the D'Angelo Russell. Same thing in the second round. Correct. Under- uh, with with Wiggins. There was that Wiggins Correct. deal. Correct. D'Angelo Russell for Wiggins, right. 2022 next year they do have their first round pick 2023 Uh, yes they have their first round pick so you are now able to look at future picks and do swaps Mm -hmm. to protected something along the lines to where you're guaranteed a better draft pick because the idea of course is over the next two years even if minnesota makes the playoffs as the eight seed over the next two years, you're better off having the Wolves' first-round pick than your own. Correct. So that's where I think the logic now comes back into play, which is, yeah, you ain't getting anything this year, but you're getting rid Draft of Ben wise. Simmons. Correct. Yeah. You're getting rid of Ben Simmons, and you should be able to get a 22-24 first-round pick. Well, okay, does he does he being um, uh, Moray, does he just want to get rid of Ben Simmons? as opposed to bringing him back and then dealing him at the deadline during the season? It's so tough, man. I mean, what happens if Simmons doesn't get any better? If Simmons is shooting 60% from the line? you know, It's better than 32% from the playoffs. But what you can do, though, is you can present the illusion that until he's physically traded, you're working with him and that there is this huge breakthrough that you're looking to have this offseason and all of these things that are dressed up right mm-hmm. around Ben to make it look like, okay, he's fixable. He's fixable. Right. So that's where I, I think they go. Personally, to answer your question, I don't think he's looking to just get rid of Ben Simmons, but I think Morey has been around the block long enough to know that he's not getting much back as far as an equal return, you don't, you just, you don't do that. Even star to star. It's, it's very, very difficult to do that. Mm -hmm. So if he comes in with the expectations of, Hey, I can get a first round pick or two over the next three years and get somebody of decent quality back in Russell. 
and maybe a movable chip in Ricky Rubio at the trade deadline, Harry. Because That's true, because of this expiring contract. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know, I, I, this seems like kind of a Moray-type move. All right, I got a text back from Baldy. Lice. No. Um, I said, can you confirm? He said, damn straight. <laughs> and I was just told that I have a natural golf swing. Yeah, but doesn't he already play golf? I, I, I don't know how much golf he's really ever played. Can you imagine the grip on really? that on that golf club with that pinky sticking out? Like okay. he can't he can't interlock. How does he even overlap with that with that pinky? We need Barrett to go up to him and take a shot of that. We need yeah. Barrett to go up. Yeah, I'm going to text Barrett. Okay, that we're going to need a, a photo of Baldy's golf grip. Okay. Yes, just have like an up close shot. And we'll put it up on the stream for everybody right. to see how he gets these thumbs in there. I, I don't know, or his fingers around it. Like, I, I don't know how you do that. Unless you are literally going with the advice of you don't need your index finger and thumb to even touch the club. I mean, they have these training tools here yeah. where you can slide it on the grip of your club and it takes your thumb. Right, you've seen these. Yeah, yeah. Where ideally, right, Jack. Somebody said this a long time ago. Where you never need, you don't even need your index finger or thumb to touch the club. Right. So maybe, maybe Baldy took that literal. So well, yeah. yeah, but no, his his is the pinky though. Yes, it, it's the pinky, not the thumb. I'm just saying, as far as him, in order to move the pinky over to connect, the physics of it would mean that his index finger and thumb. Are off the club. Oh, okay. So, in fact, we may be looking at somebody inadvertently helping his golf swing. You talk about a natural swing. No wonder why he looks like a Jack Nicholas out there, <laughs> not even touching his uh, fingers. Oh, <laughs> you see that? Oh Look man! At that. All right, let's get a picture up here. Now, you uh, do you have any plays today? You Me? At, yeah, you look. No, at, I got buried in a uh, pretty tough tennis match the other day. So. Yeah, you deserve to be buried what? in a tennis match. Look, it was Wimbledon right. starts today, doesn't it? Uh, yes. We also have the Euros. Got a soccer. Yeah. The Stanley Well, we got the Cup. Stanley Cup starts tonight. Yes, we do. We have a bunch of game one props. I'm now, gonna be dialed I mean, in on that. Should, who you know? Should we bring Jay on for this? Maybe. What's What's he doing in 20 minutes? We hey, should. You want to you want to bring him on today? I don't know. We should, game one of the Stanley Cup. Should we talk about that with anybody? All right, I'll, I'll send him a text. We're, I love how we're making this up as we go. Well, here's the thing. All I wanted was just a player or two, but I don't know if I trust your hockey acumen over somebody who would No, I, I, I wouldn't trust that. What What is the number, though, by the way, for the game tonight? Well, I'm looking at everything here. The series, by the way. Wow, series winners. The number tonight, just looking at the game itself. Tampa Bay's got to be a prohibitive AR. favorite in the series, right? Yeah. and uh, Well, the series, yes. Tampa's laying 188. Montreal, you're only getting 160 back. Mm. That's that's not – I'd like that number to be higher before I jumped in on Montreal. The total sits at five and a half. Significantly juiced to the under at minus – I see it at one. Yeah, well, how about that game seven with Tampa Bay? One nothing. Ridiculous. Which I think is the expectation here, right? That Tampa controls it. You have some good goaltending with Montreal, so it's easy. Carey Price, yeah. Right, easy to buy into that. Carey Price tonight. Now, look at this. A couple of props here to throw out at you. 
Carey Price, 30-plus saves and Canadiens to win is up to 275 of a return. Now, Plus 275 for 30-plus like, saves and a win. Yeah, I mean, look, if you well, like Montreal, then I think you have to take that bet yeah. as well, right? Now, Montreal has been off for a couple more days than Tampa, right? Yep. They have been off, what, three more days? Two or three. So I think if you're going to think it's almost like that NBA series. If you think the underdog's got a game to win, it's usually the first one. Yeah. Stealing game one, taking advantage of mm -hmm. the home team being off a little more. Safe to say, though, that Tampa's going to be peppering Carey Price no matter what. Like Price getting to 28 or 29 saves, I think is way more unlikely than the Canadians winning, right? Um, this, this is a bet on whether or not the Canadians win. I don't see a scenario. And look, you can get to any path in any area. I get that. But I'm Montreal just, blocks a lot of shots. Is that it? Yeah. All right. Well, look, now you're starting to add in a factor here. See, I put that over you, and I did not anticipate you having something like that ready to go. But that's a factorable play now. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they're – they're. Uh... Right? Yeah. If Montreal is top three, let's say, in block shots, then that's a no play for me. Yeah, and their penalty kill was astounding against uh, Las Vegas, against the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, but they, how much that was price-stopping shots versus – now, again, the um, block shots, I think, would be the biggest indicator. The penalty kill is, is definitely big here. Yeah. But the penalty kill can also work in your favor – where that's going to be more of an assurance, if you will, that the Canadians win. Price definitely raised his level in the in the playoffs versus his regular season. Okay. There's no doubt about that. They, you know, they limit turnovers. Montreal, like they're they're pretty secure with the puck. They block a lot of shots, and their penalty kill has been good. Well, Vegas had a a a, a explosive team. Yeah, that's the thing where. It's hard to determine based on that who is the dominant factor. Jason can jump on in five play. minutes. All right, let's do that. Yeah. Let's do that. We'll take a quick one here on Sports Map Radio, still live on the Jacob Media YouTube page. Reminder, of course, live and local from the Fritz and B and Cooley Law Studio. If you know someone who suffered a personal injury, contact Brian Fritz directly, a tough lawyer for a tough town. And we here, the middle sponsored by Pure Bull Beef Jerky. Get yours now. Go to steersnacks.com back in three on Sports Map Radio. Uh, I don't know, man. I'll forward him the link. Okay. How about, I mean, look, first goal scorer, uh, I don't know enough about that as far as what metric to use, but Stamkos is at 1,200. How about this? Braden Point and Tyler Toffoli each to score a point tonight. Ah. Toffoli is plus 220 to score a goal. Point is, or is it Toffoli? Toffoli. No, it's yeah, Toffoli. Toffoli, right? Yeah. Point is plus 110. So point is actually the odds-on favorite tonight to score. Toffoli sits at fifth at plus 220. First guy at least over 200. Uh, it's, it's not enough of a number. I mean, I'll give you the odds on them scoring points. Like, like point is minus 250, and Toffoli is minus 110. So, I mean, just even looking at that, you're better off running that individually or running that point in a parlay 
to get you a better return at just plus 200. That's too much. Hmm. Not enough of a return. When do we want him to log on? Uh, you can log on whenever. It's fine. Like, Lightning uh, to win the series 4-1 is plus 400. The Canadiens to win the series in seven is when, plus 1,000. When are we back? Two minutes. Okay. Uh, but then we're it's a short segment, though, isn't it? On the radio. We don't need to break on the network. I mean, on the Jacob Media YouTube page. All right, we are back in two minutes. Just tell them to come on whenever. Honestly, it's fine. Wow. See that Russian woman who rushed the pitch? No. Oh, man. She hot? Yes. Aren't they all? Panic, fake breasts. At least they look, appear to be. So now, I tell you, everything Russian is corrupt, or at least has the sense of corruption. And before the whole political stuff happened, like it was just back in you know the hockey game that or the basketball game, right? In which it was what double overtime. And oh, which- that was with Doug Collins. Yes. Yeah, they, back they, in the seventy-two, I think that was. They bitched and moaned and complained, and they got their way, right? Another overtime, and finally they wore the Americans down. Like, everything has this asterisk mm-hmm. next to Russia. We just saw this last year. The story came out during the French Open, Harry, about last year's French Open, where a Russian female tennis player was arrested and brought up on charges for fixing the match last that this past year, last year. So, in typical fashion here, this woman, Maria... Shmulina, who mm. looks pretty damn good, jumped on the field, the pitch, during a Belgium-Finland match in Russia during the Euros. Well, apparently, she's being investigated for having ties to Heineken and whether or not a drink company sponsored her technically wow. Yep, to jump on the field and do it all for the gram. Wow. They did it all for the gram. Now, is, is that going to – did we preempt Ron Culver's fake news tomorrow by looking at this woman? Possibly. Sure. I mean, this this is a – she That's, is amazing. That sounds like well, – well, can't you put a picture of her up on the on the stream? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. That's fine. I didn't know that. Uh, Shmooley? Her name's Shmooley? Yeah. Shmoolina? Not Shmooley. Right? Or no. who is it? Who's that fa- – it's uh, Shlomo, right? Oh, Isn't Shlomo, it? yeah. Not Shlomo, Shmulina. And I'm going to give you all a nice little taste here of what we're looking at because I'm surprised you haven't seen this. No. Nah, I didn't see it, Peter. Just wait, just wait, just wait. This is the beauty of being live and local on the Jacob Media YouTube page, of course, back here on Sports Map Radio. And look, here we go. Let me just drop a little bit. See, this is one of these sites that has all of these pop-ups for days. Oh, okay. But that's her. I don't see her yet. No? No. Oh, I'm sorry. She's not up there. Now she is. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, she was definitely paid by a company. You think so? You think this no is a question. performer? No question. She's a pro, Harry? Is that yeah. what you're telling me? Yes. She's a pro? Yeah. She wasn't really into it because she felt it? That's no amateur. No? <laughs> no that's well, a you pro. Def- Harry, you have been accused of having a very discerning eye. That's a that's a pro. You knew right away. That's a yes. pro, huh? Yes. I don't know if it was Heineken or who it was, but somebody. Well, look, that's yeah. not a bad picture. Yeah. By any means. I just hope Ron didn't have this for tomorrow. But you know what? If you did have it for tomorrow, bring it back up anyway. A, because Barrett can talk about it in this yeah. awkward way <laughs> right. with the boss lady staring over him. And B, we get to show this picture. Oh, Aton, oh, there was a moment last week during the show. It was the early part of the week where Barrett was just so distracted. I'm going through this whole thing about the NFC East and, you know, running it, running out these these facts and and Barrett would just be like yeah 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 and I go I had to stop the show and say dude are you all right are you wasted it was his grandson well it's apparently right in front of him staring him in the face well and, how <laughs> and it's so him? distracted him I don't know he's like five six years old I guess See, that's the thing like I, I'm you don't have to worry about that with me okay my kid can stare at me all he wants I'm used to that okay right 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 he remotes at Reading Terminal right? done remotes at the airport <laughs> remote at the casino I'm used to stranger looking people than my son staring right. at me for two hours so you won't have to worry about that by any means. I just think that's hilarious because I think somebody even called him out on Twitter, mm-hmm. not just on the stream, but on Twitter. I think it was like John Shelton on Twitter. Oh, really? Yeah, being like, hey, or maybe it was Penguin AZ. One of our regulars asking if it's going to be a wasted Barrett again, mm-hmm. today. like quote yeah. unquote wasted Barrett. Right. Yeah. And, and his grandson actually unplugged the computer like from the, or the, the, the jack into the wall for the hardwired computer. Oh my God. This kid's a menace. This is amazing. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. <laughs> yeah. And then he's messing up Adam's exploits, right? He's messing up the stream. Mm-hmm. Barrett has no control over his uh, household. Ridiculous man. Ridiculous. And the front door chime is going off every five seconds. So the front door is opening and closing every five seconds and people can hear it. Yep. Absolutely. It's almost like it's part of the show. I know. It's like ambiance. Yeah. Now, look, Shelton calling him out as, as well on the stream here. We're not the only ones. Not even Barrett yeah. can show up today. Hate to do it to you. Yep. Good. Now you got to keep stay on top of him. Yeah. You know, yeah. seriously. And, and, you know, look, well, let's just hope Mama Brooks isn't here for the slander because, you know, she's going to come out swinging. She understands. No, I dealt with this for many, many years. <laughs> we are talking about parenting, right? right dealing right. with children. So, yeah, she's oh, yeah, okay. That's that's bad. That's right. That's right. Oh man. All right. So Jason's going to join us. And mm-hmm. do you have like again? I'm looking at the series scores here. Four one for Tampa plus three twenty. The odds on, of course, is going to be a sweep or anything dominant for Montreal. But you know, I wonder what flyer is worth taking a shot on here in the cup final do you think it goes six do you think it goes seven chances are montreal will win at least one game of sleep is plus 650 nobody believes in this canadians team yeah a lot of times though like think about that a lot of times that transfers into people betting who they do believe in and the books coming back and being like "Uh uh-huh right I, i would think the canadians get a game or two 
The goaltender's capable of stealing a game or two himself. Yeah, Carey Price. Yeah. So all of a sudden, that prop doesn't look that bad, right? What, the plus 275 with 30 saves and a, and a win? Yep. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Plus 30 and a win. Well, we'll see if Jay likes that one. Is there anything? Uh, I mean, look, I don't even know what you bet as far as all this stuff. It may look like a live game play where if it's, let's say, scoreless through the first, you might be able to see that money line drop from 180, 188 to, I don't know, maybe 140. Maybe you maybe you justify that and kind of hold out and wait a little bit. Mm-hmm. You want to know where the money is so far? Now, we don't have a ton of tickets in, just about 10,000 tickets in. But as you can imagine, nearly 80% of the public money is on Tampa. Now, again, 10,000 tickets, that could shift drastically in the next hour, let alone you know seeing how we get up to puck drop. This, the uh, total, though, is also what I was interested in. And everybody loves the over, man. 82% yeah. of the money on the over. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's where there's going to be some. But here's the thing. It's not over five and a half. A lot of people are laying some juice and going over five. Mm. I'd have to get maybe 120 or something. Or well, it's like minus 125 for, for, over, for over five. five. Yeah. Uh, that's that's not terrible, man. There's an under five and a half at minus one seventy. Yeah, that's juiced ridiculously. Yeah, that's not bad though. Just looking over at the five. Value alone, yeah, that's yeah. Not bad. Looking at the value alone. The other thing, and maybe we'll save this for overtime, but I know everybody was going crazy with the video that was released over the weekend of Jalen Hurts throwing a football to Devonte Smith. Mm-hmm. This was big news there. Yeah, big, big news. news. Yeah. Like like he's not done that a hundred times, you know, well, in the past. No, they played no. together at Alabama. <laughs> exactly right. Oh my goodness. You have any feel for tonight's basketball game before we start looking deep into some hockey plays and the narratives around the NHL tonight, game seven, or one um, of the Stanley Cup final. So the Clippers on the road. <laughs> Clippers are getting five and a half. I mean, getting this five pretty, and a half. It's a pretty telling line that the series comes to a close tonight. Yeah. Uh, if you look, L.A. Here's here's one thing to factor in. Okay, one thing to factor in. Yes, there was a brutal missed call from the officials at the end of that game last time out that would have given the Clippers another shot. Mm-hmm. But we have to factor this in. The Clippers in the fourth quarter were 0 for 12 on shots that either could have tied or taken the lead. Mm-hmm. 0 for 12. So I know, like, I, I just hear, like, the PGF or somebody smarter than me in my head saying, like, that's not going to happen again. Right, right. Like, like, that's a trend that you can look at and say, all right, if this, you just have to get that game close. I don't know if you can get it close enough for that stat to no longer matter, is my point. I hear you, but um, I would take Phoenix tonight. You're going to lay the five and and take the over. 214, it's a low number. Here's what Mm -hmm. we can do. We can lock in the Phoenix Suns at minus 225. Oh, there he is. Any and every play that you're going to get from Jason Martinez here as a parlay. I mean, that's how you drop that Phoenix Suns thing down a little bit. What's that? Look at you in the car, styling the CCM shirt. shirt. What's going on? 
Can you guys hear me all right? Yeah, we got you loud and clear. We can hear you. We can echo. do it all. We can do uh, it all. I, I can see if I can get rid of that echo for you. We don't oh. hear it. Well, now, now it sounds better. Oh, Harry hears things. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. You're good, um, brother. Yeah, man. Just running some errands for my uh, daughter's 10th birthday tomorrow. Dude, congratulations, Shander. <laughs> Thank you, man. <laughs> oh, your daughter's, your daughter's birthday is the same day as mine. Uh, is your birthday tomorrow, Harry? Yeah, June 29th. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. My, that? my Harry's gonna be uh, 50 plus. Yeah, oh, my 56. Be, that's 50 plus, Harry. Yeah, 50 plus. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on the way to 60. Yeah, I, think they I know. Say 55 <laughs> plus. Right? Yeah, 55 yeah. plus. I can I can now move into one of those communities. The 55 <laughs> plus. I could Harry. see <laughs> you would be some royal pain in the ass. Oh, I'd, I'd in love that. that. I would Harry, love that. A lot, of, a lot of discounts come with that 55 plus, Harry. Right. Uh, that's true. right. That is you true. Like 4.15. Right. You got to eat earlier, though, to in order yeah, you, to get the discount. Yeah. You you and Uncle June for the early bird special. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, how excited are you for this cup final? Is this going to be one that's going to, uh, you know, uh, bring some people in or is this kind of ho-hum? I, I think it's I, – look, I don't know if it's going to bring people in or not, but – uh, I think it's get interesting in. because you have this original six team that was had the 18th best record uh, in the league this year mm-hmm. in Montreal that's on this run. And I, I got to tell you, like, I've been really kind of going back and forth on it. And Montreal is playing just as good as Tampa. Uh, th- this is not just some luck where Price has just carried them. And he has carried them at points. And, and game six was a good example of that where he makes 37 saves and 39 shots to, to clinch the, the win and get the overtime win uh, in that in a conference final. But I, I look at what they're doing right now. I mean, Harry, they've given up two goals or less in 12 of 17 playoff games. Mm. And that's not just the goaltending. That's just good defensive play. And then you couple that with the fact that they're 5-1 in overtime. Yeah. I mean, those are two, to me, very important stats. And I know Tampa's great. They won the cup last year. And Kucherov, we'll see where his health is right now after taking that kind of back of the rib shot in that uh, from Mayfield in, in that game six against uh, the Islanders. Uh, but I, I think at plus 225, especially Aton, uh, Montreal Canadiens are live in this spot. And I think it'd be great for the game. I mean, they haven't won since 93. Yeah. It'd be, year, it'd be the first time in successive years that the cup was handed out. On Canadian soil, if it does in fact get handed out in Montreal, whoever wins it, two years in a row because the last years went down in uh when Edmonton in the bubble. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me ask that. Let's tail that with something else because I think from a betting standpoint of riding with Montreal tonight, let's factor in how you see the series playing out, giving Montreal this win because if you like Tampa now in five, and, and right, we're just building this tonight. Montreal wins. Then how does the series end? Because I think it's worth taking a shot on both. I think it's worth looking at, as you said, Montreal being live tonight, and then that factoring in to how you eventually seeing how this series closes out. I'm saying Montreal's live in the series. Oh, in the series. Yeah, I think they're live in the the cup final. I apologize. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they're they're plus 175 tonight. And actually, my lean is towards Montreal tonight here in game one. Yeah, um, they didn't play a game seven. Tampa did, um, so I think that's part of the equation. Montreal also finished, you know, their series a, a couple of days before 
Tampa did. Now they're traveling. I don't think that's a big deal, especially for teams that didn't travel out of their country the entire season. Mm-hmm. So I think that that part's not that big of a deal. So I, 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 look, I just think that Montreal does such a good job, guys, of keeping Carey Price's space clean. They have big and mean defenders, a guy like Shea Weber, and they have guys that keep his, you know, you always want to put traffic around the goaltender, take away his space, and Montreal doesn't allow it. You, I watched that Vegas series, and I just didn't see it. And they have some bodies that will go to those areas, and there's just too much of a punishment to pay when you go there. I don't know why guys aren't going to that area, but I expect the same thing to happen here uh, for a team that's a little bit more finesse offensively to not put traffic on price is going to be a problem here. Kucherov's a great player because he can shoot and score from anywhere and he can distribute from anywhere and disguise it incredibly well. And Braden Point's been off the charts great. Uh, But, I mean, they've been up a power play goal since game five of the Toronto series. Right. Yeah, that's what I that's what I wanted to get to. For anything uh, hockey and heavy metal, you got to follow Jason Mertitis <laughs> on Twitter at Jason Mert M Y R T. Hosts the pre intermission post game host for Flyers broadcasts and also does the Flyers fix and the Flyers daily podcast. Talk about that pa- that uh, penalty kill because you know Vegas is a, a team that has a lot of firepower and they just they just totally just neutered them on penalties. It's a great word to use, how they did. And why did why were they able to do that? Because of structure. Everybody's bought in. Their structure is there. Look, I think this is so important in sports. I talk about it all the time. And whether it's for pro sports teams or it's youth sports and you're coaching, it's really simple. Do your job. As soon as you try and do somebody else's job, now I got two dudes not doing their job. And what Montreal is doing is they are each player is doing their job. They're not trying to do the other guy's job and then shirking their duty on their own. It's it's just it's that structure. They're bought in. Dominic Ducharme, who's the head coach there, was brought in to replace Claude Julian, um, has done a great job. He's not even on the bench right now because he's in COVID protocol. He'll get back at some point here. Former Flyer Nick, uh, or Luke Richardson's actually running the bench and doing a really good job. So I, I just think it's, you know, sometimes a team just finds a rhythm and finds their, you know, their structure and their game plan. And when they see some results from it, I think it's a big part of it. I think the other thing, too, here is you, you've got a lot of winners on this team. From the addition of Tyler Toffoli, who's a two-time cup winner uh, with the Los Angeles Kings, you got Corey Perry, who won a cup with the Anaheim Ducks, went to the final last year with Dallas. Um, you got those – Eric Stahl won a cup with Carolina. You got these guys mm-hmm. – and when you get into this situation and they smell another cup, you know, 36 years old becomes 26 hmm. because they know how to turn it up at this point. They know what this battle looks like, this this war of attrition that is to win the cup. And another chance to do it is, is I think that's why I think Montreal is so live here. I'm just coming short of saying Montreal is going to absolutely win the cup but because <laughs> because Tampa is so good. But I mean, guys. Terry Price has never been this close. He's a generational goalie. There's not many guys you would say are generational at that position. Henrik Lundqvist is a great goalie, Hall of Famer. He wasn't generational. Price is generational. And I, I, I want to see guys, I like seeing the best athletes in the world, and the best players accomplish the greatest things in sport. And I think he can do it. But the goalie matchup too, Harry, Vasilevsky, Price, mm-hmm. I mean, you've got to be kidding me, right? How good <laughs> both of these guys are. So, 
Vasilevsky's the best goalie in the world currently. Price is still a freak show, and he just affects everybody who's trying to score on him. But the mental, he's got Tiger Woods mentality where the, the opposition is trying to be perfect to beat him, and then they don't even get a shot on goal because of it. All right, so we had a couple of props, one surrounding Kerry Price. And, and real quick, speaking of live, Spain live right now, by the way, 20 points less than when the gate closed. But here is the prop, and, and Harry and I were trying to figure it out. And look, it's all predicated on if you think Montreal wins the game tonight. You do, so this is a perfect place to start. We're trying to determine how much of Kerry Price, not to take anything at all away from him because we're not. He's amazing. But when we talk about getting to a specific number, how much of the wins and how much of Montreal's success comes from elements around Carey Price or aid Carey Price versus him physically stopping every shot in sight. The prop is Price 30-plus saves and Canadians to win at plus 275. So you're bumping up Canadians to win, yeah? You like that? I love it. There we go. He's going to see 30 shots. In this Easy, game, right? Yep, he's going to see thirty shots um, against this Tampa team with that firepower. They're going to try with. I think with Tampa's, you know, their tactical thing that they're going to try and do is they're going to try and put a lot of rubber on him and drive the net for rebounds. I think that's going to be a plan. Um, I, I call him POPs, puck on pad, where <laughs> he can't control the puck. You put it in his hands, forget it. Directionally, he's he's controlling those rebounds to the corner, or he's stopping the play and slowing the game down, which will be their plan. So I, I think it's a, I think it's a really good uh, prop because look he didn't win the series for Montreal over Tampa. It wasn't just Carey Price stole this series like like Yarl Halak in 2010 when he did it to the Washington Capitals. That wasn't the case. So uh, this is more of a team effort. I think people are looking at it like oh Price 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 Price, but it's not. It's the team too. So that's why I think they can win the game. He will see 30 shots. I think he makes more than 30 saves in this hockey game. I, I think he's going to see anywhere between 36 and 39 shots in the game. Wow. He's going to give up two goals, and they're going to end up winning the game like three to two in overtime. I think it's going to be a thriller. But um, yeah, I, I like the prop. I love I love the payout too. A plus two and two seventy five. Yeah, you're essentially bumping it up. Yeah. yeah. Hey, what do yeah. you think of uh, what do you think of Hackstall getting a job? I was a little surprised, Harry. You know, I'd heard some things that he was interviewing out there um, and that he was being considered. I thought they were going to go with Tockett because they just people knew that Tockett was in there for face-to-faces on several occasions, especially over the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Ron Francis ends up going with Dave Hackstall. There may be some tips there, though, that they're going to they're gonna go with a young team and a development model, which he is good at. I know mm-hmm. Flyer fans, I mean, they gave it to Dave Hackstall, and it was his first head coaching you know, gig at the NHL level. But, and I said this on my podcast today, Dave Haxtell was a lot, is a lot thought of a lot better in hockey circles than fan circles. <laughs> mm. uh, he, he's not the boob. Yeah, he's emotionless at times. You'll see if he learns from that. And yeah. he's assistant coach this year in Toronto. Toronto, uh, yeah. And a lot of times, you know, it's like in sports, you know, the, a guy coming out of the college game the first time at the pro game, he makes some mistakes. And then the second time is when he figures it out, right? Mm-hmm. So. Uh, we'll see if it's a good hire or not. I know it took a lot of people by surprise, myself included. But hey, congratulations to Hack for getting the gig. And uh, we say Hack. It, yeah, I don't know that it affects who the Flyers, who they take from the Flyers in expansion. Right. But 
he knows the roster. Like, oh, yeah. 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 And, and a lot of people want to jump to the conclusion that, well, there goes, they're not going to take Ghost now. Mm. As far as I know, he had a problem, any problems with Ghost. Ghost had a problem with two of his assistants and Gord Murphy and with uh, a, a guy, uh, Rick Wilson, who was running the D, but it wasn't with Dave Haxtall. And he did have a 65 point season under Dave Haxtall. So I still think they're taking JVR, but we'll see. Mm. It's just a shame that, that, Hackstall, Jim Duggan nickname never really caught on. Maybe he just oh, yes. wasn't here long enough. Oh, right. I mean, he, he really the embraced two by four over yeah. his shoulder right there on the bench. Honestly, you want to warm up to the fans here. You come out with that two by four in your suit right. and you have your thumbs up. Oh, right. I mean, Hackstall, Jim Duggan. It makes too much sense. Hackstall, Jim Duggan. <laughs> Yeah, right. I, I agree. That's not bad. I never heard that when he was here. That's the first time I'm hearing. No, Hextall. I know. I, I just, I just made it up, and, and I try. I not, not Hextall, Jim could... Duggan. No, yes. <laughs> that's exactly that right. Now. Although yeah. Hex doesn't seem like the guy sticking his thumb out with the two by four walking around. No, but, no, no. All right, real quick. Well, I, I, when he played, and he wasn't afraid to sing it. <laughs> right. that's fair. She'd slam the two by four onto the goalposts. <laughs> yes. right. Quick question for you. We'll get back to the game in a second, but it involves the sport here. We were talking about this from what happened last night with Trey Young spraining his ankle by inadvertently stepping on the foot of an official. Brought up Lomas Brown. Remember the Browns offensive lineman who got hit in the eye? Exactly. Is there any big famous or infamous in that regard moment in hockey where somebody got hurt or injured as far as just like running or bumping into a ref or, or anything along those lines where the official was involved? in a major injury because we were trying to rack our brain. We couldn't really find one. Boy, there's got to be one, though, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, we're putting you on the spot. I know that. Now, this is not Dino Cicerelli breaking his stick over somebody's head. I mean, as far as the officials are concerned. Yeah, I I don't know of one off the top of my head, but here's what I would tell you. You would never know anyway because hockey players don't really get hurt in the playoffs, especially – they, I mean, they play through trip. everything, so it doesn't matter, you know? Craig Young like, came back. It's not like Young was out for three weeks. And I'm just saying, like, maybe somebody – missed a shift, him. though, Harry. Yeah. yeah, he missed a shift. shift. Yeah. yeah, which you see yeah, happens see. as well in the NHL. Well, we I saw mean, load look, management in the NHL this year. Well, I mean, you saw – you did? Yeah, we brought it up with you. you yeah, with you. Talking. We talked about it. Who was load managed? Toronto. Yeah, it was Matthews, wasn't it? I believe so. Yeah. From recent. I, I don't think he was. I mean, he played 55 games and he had 42 goals. So I don't think he was low managed. But oh, um, it's just about missing time. That's all. It wasn't his performance. Yeah, I mean, you can be injured. Absolutely. But, you know, I mean, look, the, the thing about it is it, you know, I, I just don't recall. I don't see many opportunities other than a collision with a ref. And that happens. That does happen quite often. But yeah. Those officials are, are really skilled skaters, man. And they, they they jump up on the boards, you know, like they, they got that move where they jump up on the boards and then they're right back on the skate. They're they're pretty talented. All right, how about yeah. the flip side? Have we seen somebody go well, down sure. as a result of getting hit by a puck or getting checked inadvertently, quote-unquote, inadvertently by a player? Like, it's probably more likely that an official – would get hurt and knocked out of the game in a hockey game as opposed to oh, yeah. a player on the opposite end of like what we saw in the NFL or the NBA last night. Oh, yeah, you see that a lot. You see guys that, that just get absolutely obliterated in the corner especially, or you mm-hmm. see they take, they, they'll take they take a shot to the face. And the reason why they'll take a shot to the face is like the referee 
is not looking at the play. He's looking at an area in front of the net, say, and there's a clapper that gets bombed and redirected, and he's not even looking, and it just comes right at and just drills him. You see right. that that does happen quite often. But like you said, Harry, a lot of those guys um, played the game at a high level to be able to skate the way they do. Yeah. Uh, and, and look, I'll tell you, as a guy who played the game, skating without a stick is difficult. Yeah. It yeah. throws your whole body. It's so different. Right. Um, and and back in the day when the glass was lower, uh, the guys would grab the top of the glass and pull themselves up to get their rear end up on top of the dasher mm-hmm. to, to avoid those pucks on rims and stuff like that. Now the glass is just too high. You can't do that. But they do find ways to get out of the way. And, and look, you don't notice them a whole heck of a lot. And think about it, guys. They're at 200 by 85. And there is four officials on the ice. Yeah. yeah. The fact that, and you got, and you have, you know, five skaters and two goalies. I mean, you, in a game at one time, you've got on the ice, you know, 16 skaters mm-hmm. on a small surface. That's pretty yeah. amazing for the game to look as wide open as it does with all those bodies out there. Yeah, no question. All right, real quick, we're going to break on the network. I have a parlay, a mega two-leg parlay in tonight's game that I think can pay off exponentially, but I need your thoughts on it before I pull the trigger. And I'm sure Harry has one more thing or two to jam in here. Well, yeah. We all get out of here. All right, so we're live across the board, back in three on SportsMap Radio. All right, let me throw this out at you, all right? All right. This is a two-leg parlay, Jay, that's going to return plus 16800 Okay, so oh, ten yeah. bucks, ten bucks to win sixteen hundred eighty dollars. The first leg is Steven Stamkos to score the first goal of the game at plus twelve. All right. Second leg, Canadians to win four one, four two, or five three tonight. Wow, a lot right. of goals. Your thoughts. Yeah, I, I- and yeah, Harry, you nailed it. I just That's don't a lot of see goals. that many goals. Yeah. Um, the Stamkos thing, I can see, you know, but I mean, he's a great, great scorer still. But I just don't see Montreal touching up Vasilevsky for five. I mean, Vasilevsky, guys, is the first goalie in NHL history in the first three rounds of the playoffs in each of the clinching games to pitch a shutout. Shutout. Yeah. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, Talk about so clutch. What we should be right? doing, right? Yeah. So, so think about that. Maybe what we should be doing is we should be taking the Suns tonight who are in closeout mode and Devin Booker, once he took that mask off, actually looked human on um, back to being like Booker on the floor. Take that and roll with the under tonight. Right? Yeah, under now, five. Under five and a half. Why? Oh, okay. Add that five and a half, right? Why yeah. not? That's going to get a return at plus 131. I like that. All right. I like that a lot more. Yeah, I mean, look, I just don't see either goalie imploding here because, I mean, Vasilevsky is the best goalie in the world. Not Steve Vasilevsky. No. The only thing he's not good at, oddly enough, I think he ranked like 52nd in qualified goaltenders this season on clear-sighted long shots. It's the easiest save in the book, but he ranked – incredibly poorly in that category price in that category actually ranked sixth in the league mm. uh but uh so expect maybe some shea weber clappers just inside the blue line even though there's no traffic coming up in the game love a good tonight. clapper now do you want, uh, I mean, I can shoot it harry it's heavy. 
<laughs> By the no. way, we have uh, video evidence of what Brian Baldinger looks like on the golf course. Oh, really? Yes. And a beautiful suit. Oh man, he's, he's got wearing a cargo shorts. Cargos. Yeah. Come on, you yeah. can't go cargos on. Where's he playing a muni? No, he's down at Blue Heron Pines. Remember, you and I did a show down there for that event, Jason. That's exactly right. Eric. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, but Baldy's got to know better than that. Yeah, he doesn't care. Better to meet. To meet. Mm -hmm. To meet just wears a pair of cargos. Yeah, you can't do that, and he knows that. Well, but he, it's it's a he, Monday. He doesn't. He doesn't care. Well, it's also, look, it's a closed event on Jaws's course. These guys could show up in tank tops and flip-flops. Yeah, Vysica Hema probably does come in flip-flops. Or barefoot. Or barefoot, yeah. yeah you know, yeah. Vi getting all the power through the ground up, right? Through the feet. I could see Vi in like a, a pair of flip-flops with the spikes on them. Oh, here's Baldy. Yeah, here's, here's the Baldi. swing. Oh, that's a beautiful swing. Oh, look at that take back cut. Oh, man. This is like the Konica Minolta BizHub Swing Vision camera. This is a ball. Wow. That ball that. might hook a little left, but that ball looked pretty straight. I think it was actually cutting. We got to see a Baldi's breakdown video on that. Yeah, that looked like it way, started on a cut. Clear cut evidence of this man wearing cargo shorts. That's tremendous. Indefutable, irrefutable. Look, evidence. he's got that one the, the index finger up. Like he's uh, oh, he's uh, what a beautiful sound. Wow. You, you, you throw some grass in the air, Harry, to test the wind. Baldy yeah. just sticks the pinky up there and it flaps in the wind. Right. <laughs> Great, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, you brought you up that cargo the, shorts, you put a lunch meat in the pockets. You brought up that official that threw the flag. It was Orlando Brown back in 1999. Yeah. Oh, I say Lomas? That yeah. was 22 years ago. Yeah, yeah I agree. And, and there, there were ball bearings, apparently, or what yeah, they waited. used to wait it. And look, I think you're right. They changed it to something like I sand. I think it's sand now. As a result, right. So yeah. if it hits you square in the eye, it doesn't hurt as much. He missed the rest of that season, because, and then he sued the NFL yeah. and actually yeah. got a settlement. Yeah, and, and yeah, he well, got a settlement. I mean, that's for future wages, future earnings. It's easy. That's right. a slam dunk. Um, the, the other thing, like if you got ball bearings in there, you could you could probably hum one of those flags into the upper deck. Yeah, isn't that from Sheesh. Fletch? Come on, guys, it's all about the ball bearings. He's yes. no longer living, Orlando Brown. Yeah, is that right? He's that right. Away? Yeah, he died of uh, diabetic ketoacidosis. Diabetic oh ketoacidosis. I mean, is that a burnism? That's that one way to go. Hey, we burn was fantastic. Yeah, last Tom week. Burn. Did, the only issue with Burn was his dog. It was it, it, a little lackluster. I think people were expecting a little more. His from Mad him. Dog impression. Yeah, yeah that but, was he, it. but other than that, he was fantastic. Yeah, was I, I, Harry sent me a text that he was coming on, so I went back and watched it just for posterity and purposes. And yeah, he was, he's great. He's he good. knows his stuff when it comes to the NBA boys. Yeah, he knows but the association. For final. Yeah. Right. I mean, the cute coochie rough. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't know hockey, but he knows basketball, man. I mean, Andre Pilar. Yeah. All right. He was dropping All right, we got we to gotta get rid of this. We appreciate you. Thank you, sir. Boys, yeah. after the show today, pump on that run to the hills from uh, Iron Maiden. I Iron you. Maiden, I will. Yeah. We'll do that. My little galloping ah. base. Thank you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's basically see this. Jesus. Oh, boy. At Jason Mert on Twitter. And we're back tomorrow on the network. Back in overtime coming up next. 
If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. In the Wildwoods, our free beaches are spacious and welcoming with plenty of room to spread out. Your seat will be waiting for you when you're ready to visit. The Wildwoods, creating cherished family memories for generations. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on their Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. All right, overtime, and I did see this. I didn't realize that this was in jeopardy here. Trey Young is actually in the air, like questionable to play. Yeah, well, that's what they're saying. I mean, apparently, that ankle was worse than anticipated, but that's uh, you know that's drama. Now, you know how do you how do you wager that game? I I think you have to hammer Milwaukee on like it's minus two seventy five. They're laying six. Which again, we saw them cover that line last yeah. night, and it was a four and a half point line. Everybody thought, right. "Oh my god!" I'm but not until he hurt his ankle did they cover that line. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking and thinking, what are you going to get from Trey Young? You're going to get a guy yeah. who, at best, is fine, and at worst, is what very limited. He immediately came back, if not a little bit less than that. Correct. The guy right. still had a knockdown shot at any given point of the game, as we see from any point of the half court. Yeah, he's pulling up from the logo, Harry, mm-hmm. multiple times. But do you, at the very least, all right? If Trey Young is hurt and Trey Young is playing hurt, I think two plays immediately jump out to me. One is what value can I get for the Milwaukee Bucks to come out and win the first quarter? 
-hmm. and the first quarter money line is not going to be too favorable to the Bucks. It's at minus 175. If you find any type of spread for the Milwaukee Bucks in the first quarter, that's where I think you take full advantage of Trey Young kind of questionable up in the air. And if we're pushing this, the other play I would look at, Harry, would be just going under. And I know it's a low number. It's a low number. But I would go under for this game, at least in Milwaukee and Atlanta, what they can put up. But if Trey Young is dealing with this and it's a concern, then I would look at going under 221 for the total. Yeah. Starts. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. And what about a prop on Lou Williams uh, over for whatever his point total is? Could you get that? He's got to be on the book now, right? I would think so. All right. Let me pull it up. On... He'd probably you know, be playing a lot of extra minutes, taking a lot of extra shots. You know, you know who's been a no-show in these playoffs pretty much, except for a game or two against the Sixers, is your boy Bogdanovich. Yeah. Well, he's – he's okay. Is he, he banged up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad knee injury. Okay. And game one was a reflection of him playing through this knee injury, and he did not look good with that. Game two was a blowout, so mm-hmm. it's hard to really take it. And look, he was actually producing at a pretty good clip in game two before he was pulled because everybody was pulled – in the blowout last night, I think you saw him struggling, trying to struggle through the pain of it, but you know, to he's getting looks, he's definitely getting looks. So it's more on him missing these shots. It's not Mm -hmm. like he's hobbling around. Gallinari was good last night. Gallo is always sneaky. Good, right? Yeah. I mean, he's, and here's the thing, like he's going to be out there with nobody in foul trouble, or if anybody on the starting lineup gets in foul trouble, then he's locked in to more minutes. Yeah, Gallinari is a guy that is is a great glue, right? Mm-hmm. Someone who can be the sixth, seventh man, straddle the starting and bench unit depending on circumstances. Yep. But think about you have offense. Like oh, instant is, offense. Yeah. He's like a microwave coming yes. off the bench. And think about how we see this a lot. We saw that before Shake Milton, quote unquote, saved the game, right? Where the bench was jack shit for the first three quarters right mm-hmm. where if you don't have anybody on your bench that can just be offense like like lou williams and right. now as we mentioned this other kid like get offense get offense it changes things yeah the, the sixers really don't have that guy it's shake milton but so much yeah because thibel's all defense and maxi it's hit and miss he's not like instant offense he was right. in that one game but it's, when he came in and, and put up like what 12 or 15 11 or 12 yep. points like in a quarter it's volatile. Yeah. It's very, it's too volatile to bet on, you know, mm-hmm. from that standpoint. But yeah, I think, you know, this is a, a very, I can't even believe Atlanta was up big. I, I just, I look at Atlanta and I'm thinking, you know, how does Kevin Herter even left open at any point? And, you know, I get that there are things you can't do to stop Trey Young pulling from half court, but Milwaukee just feels like they need this. They're like the Ben Simmons of the NBA, right? If, if there's some sort of outside catalyst that they could respond to, they look pretty damn good. Yeah. yeah. But, if they're, you know, it's very difficult for them to just come in there and take care of business, you know, like, all right, let's go from start to end. And uh, it's, it's frustrating, although they were getting points after one. So hopefully people jumped in. And then the other thing I was going to bring up here, you brought up a top 40 list. Yeah, the quarterbacks. That was yeah. Chris Sims. Well, did you see the top coaching list? Who put it out? CBS Sports, Cody Benjamin. Didn't we have Cody on the show before? Uh, I think we had a guy on from, from that was out in Minnesota from well, CBS Sports Network or CBSSports.com. 
Well, I tell Cody you, Benjamin. Yeah, Cody Benjamin. I thought we've had him on. Yeah, I think we. I think that name sounds familiar. All right. So some figures before you look at who's where. Yes, we did. That's okay. the guy. We sh let's look at maybe bringing him back on. Maybe we get him on tomorrow. All talking right. About this gigantic list that he put together. And here are the four pieces of criteria. Part of me, ready? Mm -hmm. Coaches were ranked with past performance and future outlook in mind. So it's not a quote legends list, rewarding solely those who've won a ton, right? Or won it all before. So no matter, let's see, no matter how promising Arthur Smith may be in Atlanta, we just can't quite take him over, say, Mike Zimmer at this juncture. Already, I like this list better because yeah. applying reason that should have been used with Chris Sims' stupid list. Agreed. The best, the best way to view this might be to consider it something of a coach's draft, hmm. as in you could build a team and take any of these guys to run the show in 2021. Who would you select? All right. That requires separating coaches from their current setups, which in one sense muddies the whole evaluation. How do you judge Andy Reid separate from the Chiefs? But simplifies the would-you-rather debates if you could put Reid on the Dolphins and Brian Flores on the Chiefs, Chiefs, who would fare better? All right, mm -hmm. that's the And now uh, this as well. Only five of the top ten are coaches with obviously offensive backgrounds. We'd still argue that most likely the path to success is investing in that side of the ball, but some of the game's most trustworthy leaders suggest you can win otherwise. And finally, seven of the top 15, that's 46% of this list, and 10 of the top 20, 50%, have been head coaches for five or fewer seasons. Hmm. So if your favorite team just made a new hire, that doesn't mean you can be or can't be competitive sooner rather than later. Well, yeah, I see a lot of the first-year guys are at the, at the bottom of the list. Yeah. Now, yeah, Joe Judge is number 26. And right He's behind not, him is our guy. Is Nick Sirianni, 27th. Then Urban Meyer, Saleh, uh, Zach Taylor with the Bengals. He's entering his third year. Barrett's boy Dan Campbell with the Lions is second to last. And David Culley is last. I always start with the nachos. That's going to be the most famous thing David Kelly has done all year. When I sit down Tex -Mex. Tex -Mex cuisine yes. in Texas, I always start with the nachos. <laughs> yes. I mean, you, you have to hit the under yeah. weight total as soon as you hear that, right? You actually do a pretty good impression. <laughs> I got to find that. So I always start with the nachos. I always start with the nachos. Now, John Gruden's 20th. Yeah, that's yeah. a little high, isn't it? Shouldn't he be... Like, he's had a couple of big collapses. I don't necessarily know. Mike McCarthy, 23. 23rd, yeah. Kingsbury, I mean, that division is just brutal. Arthur Smith, yes, yeah, I guess Gruden is kind of in, in the right spot right now, kind of in that third tier. Yeah. Right? Matt Rule, 18th. You like that? Well, I, I don't think he should be any higher. I mean, he hasn't, you know, he has, this is a big year for him. Yeah. I mean, then he's start winning some games. Year three for him? Yeah. Year two, really, with a quarterback, right? Right. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, his, his second season – no, it's his second season. He was 5-11 and 11 last year. But, I mean, this year they need to win seven, eight games. Okay. You need, yep. need to make that, that, that step. Is there one name – as we wind down here, we'll reach out and grab him tomorrow, and Barrett will be back with us, and anybody who hit plus 1,200 – just cashed in big to or 200 part of me 
cashed in big time. Frank Reich is number 12, Shanahan 11. I'm just kind of looking Tomlin at Tomlin 10. Yeah, Tomlin, you know, I, I think Tomlin still gets a bad rap because mm -hmm. there is constant turmoil with his team, specifically at the quarterback position, and he makes something out of nothing. Yeah, well, I, yeah, they're dealing with injuries all the time with Ben Roethlisberger, yeah. Remember, they were down to their third-string guy, Duck Howard, right, at one point yes. two years ago? I mean, it was brutal. That was the guy from Samford. <laughs> yeah. Played at college at Samford. So I think, to be honest with you, if I'm looking at a draft right now, that's probably the first real issue. I get it. Harbaugh's up there. He's going to be up there. I probably wouldn't take him third overall. Sean Payton yeah. still has has it there. McDermott up. Payton's a little high, don't you think? I think Payton, yeah. I mean, if honestly, if Mike Tomlin is 10, yeah. then I think Sean Payton should be docked down. But I, I'd be willing to concede and say, keep Sean Payton at four, but bump up. Mike Tomlin and look, Bruce Arians probably deserves to be a little higher than eight. Yeah, Sean McDermott, okay at five. I wouldn't. Look, might Sean be a little McVay, high. That's a little high. Yeah, I don't think Sean McVay deserves to be in the top. Really? Five. That's my that's my hot take. Why? Because I think he's overrated. I think they they. Well, he's overrated because he gets way way too much love, but he's pretty good. He's pretty good. I, look, he is the. I think he's the perfect example of somebody in a different scenario is undressed, mm -hmm. and he's constantly surrounded by good talent. And you're talking about all world talent. Got to a, he got to a Super Bowl with Goff. Yeah, and the offense around him was pretty damn good, though. They were putting up some numbers and stuff. Don't get me wrong, but look, you well, can. That's his system. Yeah, I think gotta get credit for help, that. But his system has also been not anywhere near successful after it was figured out. Well, now he's got Stafford. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But this team has been, I think, underachieved. If you look at what he did by setting the bar by losing in the Super Bowl to Bill Belichick, then he has underachieved every single year since that. Hmm. And in some cases might have regressed. I'd I, look, take him. I'd I would take him. stop him with Tomlin. Do you have any problem with that? You what? I would put Tomlin at six and McVeigh at 10. Would you have any problem with that? I, I don't. I don't think McVeigh should be down as far as ten. What about nine? And you move Lafleur to <laughs> nine. <laughs> We're talking about inches here. No, I'm headless. I'm putting him ahead of Lafleur. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I, I'm with that. I'm with that. All yeah. right, all right, good stuff. Barrett's back tomorrow, right? right I right. assume so. All right. Well, we appreciate everybody riding. Leave us a like. Make sure you're subscribed. To the Jacob Media YouTube page, Dan Cilio coming up this afternoon, Birds 365 in the morning, and then us, of course, here on The Middle, sponsored by Pure Bull Beef Jerky. Get yours now. Go to steersnacks.com. Always live and local from the Fritz and Being Cooley Law Studio. If you know someone who suffered a personal injury, contact Brian Fritz directly, a tough lawyer for a tough town. Football in Philadelphia is a lifestyle, a passion from birth, and a personal responsibility to know the game. Boo when necessary. And think about every second of every minute of every hour of every day. Birds 365 was created for you. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Birds 365. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network. Watch it live on YouTube.
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.